But the Friday's game ended with the focus on Eli because he got knocked out by uh, Josephine. I th- Josephine Garcetti after he tried to kill her in her cell. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Martin Dagner is not too far away because he just finished talking to Josephine Garcetti through the window. He is probably a, like going to meet up with Joseph Channel so he can uh, hide in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And I guess Joseph Channel is going to the rendezvous point unless there's like some spare time. Yeah, I guess it's, it depends what time it is. Um, the rendezvous thing was at midnight. This is a bit before midnight, as in like I think it was like after eight, but um, probably around nine or ten. I don't know. Yeah, okay. okay. I mean, I'm not, not sure. Otherwise. There's not much to do in this town. Maybe I'm just getting more burgers at the diner. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before, before you start saying about burgers at the diner, let's uh, begin the podcast formally. Let's have a formal introduction to the podcast. Uh, welcome, listeners, to another exciting episode of Cthulhu on Parade. You're here with V. Will Benny. Will Benz. Uh, this is, uh, the other Will, uh, Stephen and Adam, uh, together on a magical journey through time and space, uh, as portrayed, we're going back, back, back to the following on from the previous session, it's 1923, which I don't think I established it last one, but you already know if you've been listening to the series, and, um, everybody can introduce their characters, we're in Pennsylvania, in Muscat Rapids, because of, uh, circumstances. My character is Martin Dagnew. Martin Dagnew. And he got a habit for solving paranormal private investigation matters from all that chlorine gas that scarred his face in the trenches of the war. Most recently, one of his closest friends died, and then he got caught up in this crazy scheme, maybe getting the lady who had the stone that he wanted to fight with him against the mobster who stole the stone who the lady stole the stone from in the first place all after it was supposedly stoned from Mr. Asaf? Asaf? The wizard who's going to go kill Dagnew if Dagnew doesn't get him the stone. That's about the whole thing. That is about the whole thing. I'm sure you know I'm Steven. I'm playing Joseph Channel who's a... Uh, who's a... Uh, combat engineer in the war and now he just does odd jobs in electrician work he sold the stone to the gangsters and now he's rolling in cash and uh, I mean that's his character arc that's his progression that's solid cut, film it good (laughs) I'm Adam and I'm playing Eli Whitney inventor of the cotton gin Deputy Eli Jackson, and my accent comes and goes. Like the wind. Um, yeah, the wind is the thing that comes and goes. People say that. Uh, <coughs> like a rolling stone that gathers no axe. Uh, like a joke on this podcast that gathers no traction. <laughs> Very professional. Uh, very professional. <laughs> this is a very professional podcast. Uh, I think that should be the tagline. If you go on parade under it in smaller font, very professional font. A very professional podcast. This, this is, you may not notice, but over the past 
however long we've been going with the podcast, we might not have been necessarily as professional as some people like me to expect from a podcast. That changes as of last session. <laughs> and, um, or we declared it to have changed. We declared it to have changed. And, it's stuck. Uh, it's stuck. It's, it's, uh, it's going more professional than ever. Um, I think. I think you'll like. I think you'll like it here. I think you'll like the way you look. <laughs> You're gonna love Guaranteed. the way you like the way you look. Uh, professionally. I'm on the fence, but you could win me over. Uh, we guarantee it, and that means that we're gonna kill you if you don't like the way it looks. That's that's why Men's Warehouse is after me. I'm very picky. Uh, There's another one. <clears throat> bang bang. Yes. Um, I just killed the man on air. <laughs> so we begin uh, this episode then. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, if you're okay with, uh, we'll leave Eli's story for a little bit because, uh, as previously mentioned, it ended with uh, a blackout. Um, fell to the ground. Uh, Josephine Garcetti. Uh, sort of was in the cell. Uh, he came to shoot her, um, and uh, after a missed shot, uh, was uh, Eli was gazed upon, and uh, some sort of weird stuff happened. He fell across the ground. Now, uh, Martin Dagnew, um, you're on the way to uh, Joseph uh, Channel. Is that what you said? Yes, where the car is anyway. Okay, and Joseph, you are currently, he said... Uh, probably at the diner. Probably at the diner, uh, which presumably is nearby to the car. Yeah. I mean, this town's not big. Everything is nearby to everything else. The car's on top of the diner. <laughs> I drove in. There's no <laughs> drive-in, but I drove in. The owner's not actually serving you the burgers so much as you're taking them while he protests. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, the diner, I'm, I'm guessing, is in, we'll have to make that part of the general store, because I think you've already eaten some stuff there, so. Yeah, we went to it last game. Yeah. So you're in the, uh, you're in the store, uh, the food, uh, section, um, eating, eating some burgers, uh, just, I guess, just chilling out. Um, Martin Bagley, you see the car, um, outside. Alright. Uh, Is the, anyone in the car? No, with with uh, no Joseph Channel. Uh, well, that's that's a mite disappointing. Is he in, can I see him in the diner? Well, as in it's parked up next to the uh, general store slash diner, um, so you could make perhaps make a logical assumption. Although you can give me a poison if you want. Sure. Logical assumptions by way of my eyes. Yep, I spot him. Yeah, he's in there. You can see him is taking a munch out of uh, some beef-related products. <laughs> what time is it? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say ten o'clock. It's All late. Right. It's late times. It's uh, surprising that it's still open, but they're gonna shut soon. Half past ten. All right. Well, I'll go in and have some. I'll go in, sit down next to him. Hey. Hey. How'd it go? Difficult to say, but might have worked. 
Eh. Oh, okay. I mean, this is a risky plan anyways, so might have is good enough, I guess. <laughs> Want a burger? Yeah. Are they any good? Eh, they're beef-related products. That's good enough, I guess. <laughs> Waiter, I'll have a fish sandwich. Uh, the way, uh, um, I guess, all, well, it pretty much just uh, a few people working in the shop. Um, they say, uh, all right, it'll be a few minutes. And uh, it disappears uh, to the back, to the kitchen area. Uh, to you... Martin Daniel is just going to eat in silence yeah I mean there's not much conversation to make we have our plans made we know we're just waiting made. now the plan is made oh uh, I guess I'll tell you about the uh, the system I set up in the trunk so that you could aim like a pistol and have it line up so that it's pointing at the back of the seat much obliged. I guess we should work out a code word. Should it be swordfish? What's a swordfish? No idea. What'd you say it then? I chose a random word for my brain. What about? I guess I could be hard to work in a conversation. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I was gonna say gun clam, but that's even harder. How about fish sandwich? I can say, like, oh, the fish sandwich at that diner was pretty good, I heard, or something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. I could just say, now, shoot her now. Well, look, I'll I'll listen out for you mentioning the fish sandwich, or just saying, shoot her now. Or, I mean, if you can hear the entire conversation, you may be able to just, like, uh... Figure that one out on your own. I guess that's possible. I'll allow you to apply your... uh, You've got free will, we're in America. I think I... Well, yes. Yes, I do. That'll work out. And if it doesn't, then we'll probably both die. Well... Am I done with my fish sandwich? Or has it not yet arrived? uh, It has arrived just now. It's just now arrived. I'm going to eat it then. Thank you, ma'am. Or sir. I'm having a hard time seeing your features. Uh, it's a gentleman. Thank you, sir. He, uh, he gives you a little uh, drop of the cup and says, uh, no problem, that'll be five dollars. Do I have five? Does Martin have five dollars on him? Uh, you did kind of, like, you spent pretty heavily while you were at the sales club, I remember that, because you spent a lot of money on bribes. Uh, I think so. He did yeah. get a lot of. Uh, he did get paid for uh, Andrew Keatling business. Oh yeah, but you did get given a thousand dollars recently. So yeah. yes, I mean that's a whole lot for 1920s money, but also five dollars for a burger is a whole lot for 1920s. So yeah, is this has been best goddamn fish sandwich I've ever tasted. I know you can't tell, but I'm weeping openly. That's uh, that's very kind of you. Uh, uh, it's just you know just my job. I uh, I've been making fish sandwiches here for twenty years, so you know it's good to be appreciated. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
You're doing a good job, young man. Oh, give him a $5 and a $5 tip. And Whoa. that's crazy money. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you very much, sir. This, uh, this beef-related product's all right, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I only just started making those, so... Okay, how about that? You know what? I'll order a fish sandwich as well. One for the road. We don't have all the time in the world to sit on channel. We right, have like come, an come, hour. Come in, come in right up. Another fish sandwich. Uh, do you want a drink, either of you? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think Martin's right. going to go out and inspect the car a little bit. Uh, coffee, tea. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, I'll have some coffee. Okay. Staying up late is something I have to do. Alright. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Hey, Josephine, could you drive? <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> yeah, and then I sit must in the been, passenger seat and you shoot me. Wait, no, no, no! He goes and, he goes and gets a cup of coffee then. Uh, to go with the fish sandwich. Um, Alright, Eli Jackson. Oh wait, no, okay. Oh, wait. I'll order oh, wait, a second wait, wait. fish sandwich as well. Sorry? God damn it. Uh, I'm, I'm getting two fish sandwiches, so two I can give sandwich. one to Josephine. Okay. Alright. Alright, Eli Jackson, are you there? Is Adam still there? Adam, you're in the game. Hey, what's up? You're in the game. Get, look and Get your head in the game. Okay. Stuff's okay. going on. Well, actually, it's not, which is the problem. Yeah. Troubleshooting a computer right now. But oh. no, I'm here. I'm back. Nothing's happening, so there's nothing to leave behind. Okay. Right. Um, Eli Jackson, uh, you awake, um, surround, uh, surrounded by the two other um, officers uh, who are on duty. Um, you're all, uh, well, you're the first one uh, to arise. Um, you wake up uh, from uh, the floor. Um, you have a terrible headache and you feel um, extremely uh, disoriented and um, you kind of feel nauseated and you feel like you've fallen uh, into a bottomless well. It would appear, as in, like, even though, like, you stagger into your feet and stuff, it feels like, um, all the blood is, like, is, like, still rushing down, I guess, or, like, it feels like uh, it's falling, like, uh, you know, sort of down and through your feet, and, like, you feel, like, weird and light and strange. Um, but also, like, as in, uh, drained, and, uh, it's not, it's not very, not very healthy feeling. Uh, you do notice that um, uh, the cell door uh, that was holding Josephine Gassetti is now open, and the cell is vacant. And uh, as previously mentioned, the two officers um, are on the floor. Uh, give me a spine, I guess. Sorry. Uh, you see the tiniest Mr. Smith crawling over a pet. I fail. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're still on the floor. They seem uh, conscious. Um, conscious, like awake. As in that they're not dead. Okay. So unconscious. Well, it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult to use words. No, but as in uh, you say that, like as in it's still conscious, as in it's still alive. But yeah, I guess. Uh, 
So she's gone. Is the is the lock busted on the door? Um, the lock uh, is. Uh, give me a spot, I guess. Fail. Okay. Uh, yeah, it might be it might be busted and stuff. It's just you know it's it's been torn open. Uh, do I still have my rifle? Uh, yes, you yeah. still have your rifle. Oh wait, okay. no, actually, um. Not Madrid's rifle. It's not. You weren't using your dad's rifle. You were using a different rifle. I was. Yeah, I think I remember you saying that you were using a different rifle, and therefore that rifle is gone. Oh. Okay. Your dad's rifle is still at home, presumably, unless you went back and got that too. No, I don't. I don't remember. So probably not. So okay, there's no rifle. Uh, did, are the other guards armed? Like, do they have their their service revolvers? Um, I'd like to like slap one. Okay. Um, okay. Given given them a quick check over and stuff, you can see uh, one of them uh, one of them is still armed, and the other one has uh, had the revolver taken. Do they? I, I'm like I'm gonna slap slap them in the face if they wake up. Hey Jim, Jim Bob, Bob Jim. Um. One of uh, the one that you slap in uh, uh, sort of uh, does seem to vaguely wake up, but you can see that he doesn't feel very well either. Like you, you don't. Oh, I don't feel very well. Uh, I'm gonna leave then. Just gonna go. I'm gonna go find a doctor. Okay. Um. Alright, is that your immediate move, is find the doctor? I guess I'd, I'd sort of stumble around the building and see if the lady's still here, but I don't think she is. Okay. Alright. Um, yeah, you uh, leave the building then, um, and uh, you can see on the street um, there is um, there's a few uh, cars... Uh, part of, uh, including still um, the, uh, I think the Wars Detective Agency vehicle has had its uh, sign taken down. Or oh, didn't you switch cars at some point? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I think we had the same car. I think the sign we decided was something you could just like you hang it out a window. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that it's got the Wars Detective Agency sign on the car. <laughs> I love that it is specifically a sign for wads. Wads. <laughs> just no explanation. It just says wads. It's I like gothic calligraphy. No. It looks very professional. But I hope that as our members die, we like <laughs> crudely scratch out the letters and paste the wads on. Uh, anyway, in time, back it's in it's the whole outfit, and we've yeah. just circled letters and crossed other letters out. Yeah, it's now gems, right? Or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> we somehow turned it to gems. Well, well it's part of the crew. Yeah, it's just M's then. It's June. So June detectives. At, at this, at some point, Martin Dagnew gets up from his gets up after he gives his five dollar tip <laughs> and goes out to the car. I don't know if that's happened yet. Though. Okay. Yeah, I I just get my coffee and my fish sandwiches and 
pay, but I wouldn't tip because I'm not coming back here. And <laughs> I'll take the sandwiches out to the car. So okay. All right. Um, yeah, you take the sandwiches out to the car. So, uh, Eli, you can see as he's staggering out, um, looking for um, the well, looking for where the doctor's office is. Uh, you can see um, Martin Dagnew and uh, Joseph exiting uh, the general store. Um, your head feels a little bit clearer now that you're out in the uh, in the night air, but um, yeah, you're still you're still feeling a little bit dizzy. Hey y'all, stop! Mm-hmm. She's gone. Huh? I'll look up at that. What do you mean she's gone? She's gone. Jail cell's empty. I'll go up and grab him by the, by the lapels. I'll say, what did you do? I'm going to puke on him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go try and wipe. I'm going to head back in the diner real quick, get some napkins for that. I'm going to keep my distance from him. Maybe keep the car between us. Well, I That's... did what you said. What's up with that puking? I got the diner now. Hey, you're all right. I did what you said. You said she had to be taken care of. So you tried to kill her? I sure did. I take it you didn't succeed. I sure didn't. I don't know what happened. I I missed. Well, I tried to shoot her, I missed. The next thing I know, I woke up and the other two detectives, detectives, the other two deputies is on the floor as well. The jail cell was open and then... Well, I appreciate the effort. If you had succeeded, it would have made things less complicated. So you got my thanks for that. Sorry you got beaten up. Or whatever happened to you. Well, y'all detectives, y'all, y'all must know what, where she would have gone to. I'll take a look at Channel, see. Does Channel look like he wants me to share this information? No. I don't want to be arrested. Oh. Uh, oh. We're, we're, yeah, we're detectives, not wizards. Like, if you have some clues, we can put things together, but it sounds like she's just a ghost. I think a local would have a better idea of where someone who wanted to hide would go. Look, I'm I'm done here in this town. And those detectives come too, and they remember I tried to kill a prisoner. I'm not going to want to be around here. Now, you must have some idea where she could have flown to. Someone she would have wanted to meet. She said she... Remember, she said she wanted something from somebody. Um, she kept going on about a stone. Maybe she went to the local mine? I don't know. Um, Eli, you were there for the conversation and stuff, right? When we were talking about, um... I, I was, but I don't feel well. I don't remember. I'm looking at these people for answers. Uh, you can uh, give me a, you can give me a no roll, I guess. Too. Oh wait, wait a minute, wait. I, Andrew Keatling left town earlier with Sarah. Maybe he, maybe she went after them again. Hold up, hold up, Channel. I don't think this is gonna get us anywhere. Wouldn't you say two aces in the hole are better than one? Well, I mean, two aces in a hole and me in jail. It's not that great. I will whisper that now that I've thought about what I just said. I'll whisper it back to him. I'll whisper it back. Teddy's finished in this town. 
I don't think he's going to be putting us in jail. I think he's going to get put in jail on account of trying to kill a prisoner. I guess. Um, so, you say you're, uh, you're running from the law now? Uh, well, nobody directly saw him do it, and he doesn't have the rifle anymore, so... That's true. Well, I guess now. Never mind. Have a nice day, gentlemen. Yeah, you too. Yeah, that was my reaction to that too. <laughs> I, I thought we're that trying well, real but... hard, Will. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. Just saying. All right, all right. Do you think if we don't put him in the trunk, are you comfortable with that? Can you? I mean, on the other hand, though, stuff? there is the question to answer of like the fact that he went down there and then the prisoner escaped. Seemingly out of nowhere, as in, like... Yeah, and since he woke up first and just left the other two there, it's even more suspicious. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah, uh, Martin, whatever. Dag- Martin Dagnew has all these thoughts going in his head, and he's just going to wave them aside and say... I understand you're hiring a third detective. I have many skills, and I'm an atrocious accent. We're not hiring anybody. <laughs> Where did you get that impression? Is it because of our ill-designed sign... It looks like it says gems, but the E is missing, and we're like, what letter could go there? Looks Look. like somebody coolly traced an E with a pencil. I could provide that E for your marketing schemes. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. We're going to Boston. And, and if you're interested, if you're interested in finding Garcetti again, you might want to head that way yourself. Reckon I might. I'll look the channel, and see what he's <laughs> to see what he's thinking. I think only one of you can fit in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's all let's discuss this openly then. Let's discuss this openly. <laughs> Just fish yeah. We already have We have a scheme going on where we're going to be trying to play the two sides against each other. Wait, wait. wait uh, You're the one who mentioned the truck channel. What do you want me to uh, say? I mean, she escaped from the prison cell, but we don't know if she's still here. Well, of course she's... She's going to be wherever she said to meet up with you, and if she's not there... Then she's just going to Boston. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Meet up with y'all. Well, for Christ's sake. Channel, you do it. You made the deal. <laughs> um, well. Just, I'll just stare him down, see if he's going to actually ask me any questions. I'm not offering up information. <laughs> Where were you going to meet her? I was, uh, Who? I think while they talk, I'm going to inspect the trunk. Can I punch him? I'm, I'm keeping the car between us. Totally can. I'm going to punch him. If you'd like, I uh, can give you a punch roll. Stop keeping the car between us. <laughs> so you'd have to lean across the car. I'm going to make a diving punch at him. I critically failed. <laughs> 100. Oh, wow. No, you just puke on your own fist. <laughs> oh, you got puke all over the car. Do you have a car, uh, deputy? 
Presumably, I have some form of conveyance, so I do believe my wife took that out of town. Okay, listen. Uh, how about we meet up in Boston? I don't want you puking inside my car. He just said he doesn't have a car. How's he going to get to Boston, genius? There's police cars. You can... He's going <laughs> to steal a police car. Sure. Who am I responding to? After I inform the sheriff that while on duty, one of the prisoners escaped. That will go great for me. <laughs> we can start a statewide manhunt. Actually, that's not a bad idea. That isn't a bad idea. I'm off to go tell the sheriff. That the prisoner escaped, and we are going to start a statewide manhunt. Okay, we'll be in Boston if you need us. Be sat home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what do I find in the trunk, incidentally? Um, when you open up the trunk, trunk of the car. <coughs> what? Uh, when you open up the trunk, trunk of the car. Josephine. Yeah. Uh, no, as in, uh, do you still have the guns in there still? Yeah, I was thinking that was where my shotgun was, at least. And my trench knife is... No, I'm just looking, because I have to spend the next, like, four hours in there or whatever. We had, like, five shotguns in there. Because <laughs> everyone bought a shotgun, thinking that someone else wanted it. I'm retconning into the previous conversation that I was just, like, picking up shotgun after shotgun. <laughs> like, looking down the sights, going, yep, all right, next one. <laughs> But all right, and I got my trench knife and my shoulder holster, so that should be fine. Okay. I'm going to climb into the passenger seat while we're still in town, because I think it would raise some suspicion. Into <laughs> 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 the trunk, yeah. Okay, I guess I put my, like, tool case and all my stuff in the back seats of the car, so the trunk's empty already. Okay. Um... All right, so uh, the two of you are now going to be driving out of town to the... Hold up. All right, Jackson. Here's our card. Man wads detection. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly an acronym. I don't understand the connotation. It's just a jumble of letters to me. It's a name full of dead men. If you're serious about joining the agency, you got to know that coming in. Uh, Hi. Uh, do you, are you going to set up a location to meet up at in case he does want to meet with you, or? Yeah. At yeah, that yeah. same shitty hotel in Boston. Meet us at the, meet us at yon shitty hotel. <laughs> Third and Baker Street, oh, Boston. Wait, what, what if we send him to the Sailors Club? The Sailors Club that you burned down. Did you burn it yeah. down? Yeah, it's uh, burned down. It's so we're not okay. going to go looking there. Never mind. I didn't know we, we burned down a nightclub last oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> that was our last act in Boston, was to burn it to the ground. Peace! Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll send him to that shitty hotel or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Looking>. <laughs> if you're looking for us in Boston, come to the shitty hotel and ask the desk clerk for the man with this card. Like in Yu-Gi-Oh, where they throw cards and they go for like 60 yards straight with no air current interference. It's like that. Well, like Gumbet. No, his cards just explode, right? <laughs> well, they fly for a bit first. <laughs> I suppose that's true. But Gambit I... practices all day. The characters in Yu-Gi-Oh who do it have no reason to have this skill. 
One of them is a high-powered businessman who presumably doesn't waste his time throwing cards across his room. Yeah, right on. Damn it. I tip my oversized cowboy hat at them and walk off. I didn't know you had an oversized cowboy hat. Like a ten. Okay, so, uh, Eli, then, you're heading off to the sheriff's, uh, or the sheriff's office where you work. Yeah, presumably to get on the phone and call the sheriff, who's not in since... Uh, yeah, he's... established that he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, he's at home. Uh, but you've got his home uh, number, obviously. Okay. You can hear the Andy Rooney show going on in the background. Uh, I just need to uh, look up his name. Uh, Are you sure okay. that wasn't a real show? What, the Andy Rooney show? I'm pretty sure that's just the name of an actor. The Andy Rooney show. He's on 60 Minutes or whatever. He's like, you remember when things used to be this way? They're not like that. They're this way. <laughs> Remember the old ways. Those were better. This occupies his entire mind. Think about it, won't you? Thank you. He knows him. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah, he <laughs> is. I thought. No, that's Mickey Rooney. He's dead. Eddie Rooney's dead. He is? No, he's not dead. Come on, man. <laughs> but he died last year. I don't know who he is. <laughs> the phone rings. Did he turn 100 last year? I think I heard that. Oh. The phone rings and Andy Rooney picks it up. He says, you thought I was dead! No. Instead, Sheriff Anton Valley picks up uh, from his home uh, just uh, outside the city. Well, outside the town. Um, Sheriff. Sheriff, I got... Oh, wait. Well, presumably. Okay. Sheriff? Sheriff? Hello, this is... Uh, as you've reached Anson Barley. Uh... What brings uh, what we what uh, brings you to uh, this number? Sir, it's Deputy Dax. Deputy Dax. <laughs> it's Deputy Dax. <laughs> well, remember that uh, that woman prisoner we had locked up, responsible for the murder over at the uh, Garcetti place. Well, she seems to have made a bit of a break for it. I don't know. She must have had accomplices or something because uh, when all three of us deputies on duty woke up from a stupor of some kind, she must have been gassed or drugged. But she's gone. She's long gone, and we need to organize a manhunt. That sounds pretty serious. When did this happen? Five, ten minutes ago, tops. Uh, all right then. Well, you wake up. You wake up the rest of the deputies, and I'll be right over. Um, uh, we'll deal with this uh, as soon as we can. She kind of gone too far. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She might have had accomplices. She might have had a car waiting or something. I can't see how a single woman could get out of this jail cell. I think we should bring in outside law enforcement. But I'll wake up the deputies and leave the uh, decisions to you, sir. I'll assess the situation. Uh, when I get there. So, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'll be right over. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Have a nice day. You too. Thank you for shopping with Tasty Creams. Click. I wish my deputy wouldn't take me for shopping with Tasty Freeze every time, every time they really call me up at home. I, okay, I'll go. That boy's not right in the head. I'm gonna go wake up those deputies if they're not already on their way to consciousness. Okay. Um, yeah, you wake them up and you have coffee, I guess, brewing, uh, for the three of you. Um, so, uh, 
just quickly, uh, Martin Dagnew and Joseph uh, Channel, you just heading uh, out of town to the meeting point. I guess. Well, halfway there, we gotta yeah. stop so I can get in the trunk. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have to buy a fish sandwich for me. I'm not hungry. Oh, that's alright. They are for me. Wow. You're a real one burger, two fish sandwich kind of guy. <laughs> Oh, oh, just get in the right. trunk. Take good your handgun. Or whatever. Do you use a handgun? No, I use a shotgun. And I'll load a single slug into it. Better for better for busting through the car, anyway. Yeah, do we have, yeah, like a solid slug? Oh, probably. We've got like 6,000 shells between the, the guns. Yeah, I think you do, because you use them for firing against the deep ones. Yeah, I remember. I remember I wanted to use them, but then I was like, oh, wait, I don't have shotgun skill anyways. I just made sure to buy some. Okay. I'll load some, I'll load some of those into my pockets, and I'll load a couple into whatever gun I'm using, presumably my gun. You could just have all the shotguns with you in the back so you don't have to reload it. I do. Oh, that's a great idea. Not a great idea. I don't want a bunch of loaded shotguns jostling around <laughs> in the trunk with me. That's a recipe for injury. That's a series of undesired luck rolls right there. Fair enough. Okay. Um, Yeah. I'll put my axe. Where should I put my axe? Can I strap my axe to the, like, top of the car? Yeah. Just above the uh, driver door. So if I have to, like, jump out of the car and grab my axe to then fight her, because I can't really swing it in the front seat. Yeah, that seems fine. Okay. Uh, That's the thing that people do, so, yeah. Okay, uh, you strap the axe to the top of the car. And I'm getting in the trunk. Do I fit? Uh, what's your size? Er, er. Er, er, er. Eleven. Uh, 11's kind of, like, average. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, so yeah. A little bit big. Yeah, our trunk had to be big enough to hold, like, a thousand shotguns, so. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The inside of our trunk is the armory from the Matrix. Oh, <laughs> the giant white room in the... All these shots <laughs> shotgun slide out of nowhere. Anyways. <laughs> okay, yeah, if that's all that, I'll just try yeah, to... Yes, I'll get that done tonight, is okay? Is there a blanket in it? In, okay. Do we own a blanket or coats I or anything? I'm sure we owned coats. Oh, uh, blanket, but that's something people had. Because coats gonna... didn't have heating back then, right? Here, when I get into the trunk, could you cover me up with some coats so that if Garcetti asked to take a look, maybe it's just like coats? Sure. Uh, I have two coats here. This coat has the initials uh, NW sewn into the hem. <laughs> oh, oh. Good old dog. Yeah, like spare coats or something. I mean, there had to be blankets because cars didn't have uh, heating back then, right? Yeah. And now I'll cover, I'll cover myself in Noah Worth's coat and Aaron Abrams' coat, and then my coat, of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry about that. I had to uh, talk to uh, for a second. I got <laughs> got to pay off the car tax in a bit. I'll car whatever this whatever this car thing is. I have to do that. So deleted this from the podcast. Um, Alright, so 
So uh, I I look at the trunk. I find the markings that uh, Joseph made, and I cover myself in my coat, Aaron Abrams' coat, and Noah Worth's coat. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that happens. Uh, you're in you're in the you're in the car. It's a pretty tight fit, but um, I guess you kind of warm at least. Um, and covered, inconspicuous yeah. as merely a pile of coats. Yes, which I guess, <laughs> presumably before you were using the pile of coats to cover the shotguns, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, now, now, now Josephine, now she'll look in the trunk and just go, oh, shotguns and coats. Or, oh, <laughs> shotguns and coats, my favorite. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if there's something else I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, I guess if we get to the rendezvous point uh, earlier than 12 or she's just not there... I want to look at a map and see if there's any routes we can take to Boston that cross a lot of bridges. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, that seems doable. Give me a... What? Um, is there, kind of, is there a, like, a navigate but for roads? As in... Um... I guess if you give me a drive auto, if you give me a drive auto roll, I'm gonna use that for like map stuff. Is that cool? Because it's car related. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. I don't really see anything. I'm pretty sure this is the orienteering merit badge. Yeah, that sounds fine. Or I guess the library used to read maps. Nah, never mind. Uh, oh, well, I rolled a nine, so it doesn't matter. I actually passed my drive auto. Okay, excellent. Uh, yeah, you you think you can map out? Uh, a route uh, that would allow you yeah. to go over. Um, so it is like I said, it's quite a long drive to Boston. So yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, you arrive at the uh, rendezvous point. Uh, she's not there. Um, it's probably coming up to eleven now, or like. Uh, Maybe ten past eleven. Okay, I guess I'll kill time by. Well, I'd be looking at the map then. Maybe. I don't know what books did we have. I guess it would be too dark to read. Actually, there weren't any lights inside the car. You got the car headlights. I don't know if that would provide enough. <laughs> I'll sit on the hood of the car reading a book. You'd sit in front of the car on the ground reading the book. Yeah, fair enough. I don't want to drain the car's battery. I, sh- yeah. I have flashlights. I have lots of flashlights. I have a toolbox. I'll just read a book with a flashlight. One of the random occult books we picked up. Probably the one we got from her, I think. When you knocked her out and took her book or whatever. It was in the house, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to check and see if uh, Scriptures of the Riven Valley had um, any... Uh, Anything specific to it? Oh wait, um, you all read it before, uh, so theoretically, yeah, I, I may or may not have already read it. I can't remember. I don't know if I actually had time to read it. Now that I think about it. Well, you were in the hospital for a while. Um, yeah, but I never said I read it then. All I remember is that when we picked it up, I may have looked at it for like four seconds. While okay. We uh, well, since you have the information, then one of you must have read it, which means that uh, I'm going to attribute that to uh, mine, Dagnew. So, Martin Dagnew, you can retrospectively give me a sanity roll. Uh, Joseph, you can currently give me a sanity roll. I'm going to half interpret this sanity roll as, like, 
cred. No, I'm not introducing that. Just being bored in the trunk. Uh, let's see, 65 against trunk. Uh, that's a pass. Okay, you, yeah. don't, you don't lose anything. I passed as well. Okay, uh, but you both gain um, Ooh. three points of Cthulhu Mythos. That is nice. I have three points of Cthulhu Mythos. Okay. Or worth who had like ten or whatever. I have ten points of Cthulhu Mythos. Okay. <laughs> it's great times. You know more about Cthulhu Mythos than you do about uh, natural history or anything else that starts at ten. Yeah. Actually, I feel like this is sort might be kind of an outdated character sheet because according to this, I haven't lost any sanity, and that that doesn't seem right. Well, so, we gained like a lot back after the fight with the deep ones. That's true. And I don't know how. Well, we did lose a bunch since then, possibly. I'm gonna knock off ten. I still passed that roll, but now I'm at seventy-two instead of eighty-two. Okay. Fair enough. Alright, um, if you're okay, uh, we'll go back to Eli, is that alright? Yeah, that's fine. I'm just sitting there. Eli, yes. Okay, um, Eli Jackson, uh, the sheriff, uh, the sheriff arrives, um, uh, the other two deputies and you are there drinking coffee, uh, you, you feel, um, you feel pretty much fine now, um, but, uh, you can see that one of the other two is still, uh, still pretty shaken up. Um, seems to be recovering slower. Um, uh, the other one is also pretty much fine. Uh, I don't remember what the names are, but... Uh, Jim Bob and Bob Jim. Okay, Jim Bob and Bob Jim. <laughs> the Tango and Cash of the 1920s uh, Buffalo Ranch. Rapids Police Force. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, the Sheriff uh, Anson Valley uh, arrives. Um, uh, he... Uh, Sort of uh, asks about what the situation is and what's uh, what's been going on. Um, I guess the three of you fill in uh, the big details. Uh, what what are you going to tell him about? Um, like when you went down and uh, how she escaped or anything like that. Uh, just uh, you know, sure if I went down to. I'll check on the prisoner for the night. I went down and I, I don't know. I felt kind of woozy and I don't know. I don't remember much, but then she was gone. She, I woke up and she was gone. Okay. Because nobody else saw me with that rifle. <laughs> yeah, but they might. They might have heard the noise, but yeah, still. But- they wouldn't know what knocked them out, so maybe that was the noise of like a canister of gas opening or something. It could have been. It could have been a, a, some sort of assailant in the, hidden in the room somehow. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Frankly, it's not the. Not not my proudest moment. Okay. Well, you know, uh, these things happen, I guess. And uh, clearly, she was a dangerous woman, uh, given the. Given what um, what she did to poor Mister Keeling, I guess uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll send out a search uh, search party. Um, do you have any idea about where she might have uh, where she might be heading? Uh, 
Oh, well, the prisoner did ramble something about a something in Boston. I don't remember exactly what it, what I heard about the stone. Um, I think we said that it, we did say in front of you that the the, the mobsters or the suits uh, had the stone now, and they've been in the town for a while, so it's possible you knew they were from Boston. And oh. they also mentioned Crater's name, so if you know if his reputation spread this far, that he'd be someone you knew was from Boston. This is using intuition points. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I also want to remind you, though, that uh, I planted the seed of the idea that she could have also followed Andrew Keatling and the Keatling, uh, Sarah as well. Because yeah. they also left town today, and they, I think they said they weren't going back to Boston, right? That'll take you to Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later in Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> Jump cut. You're in Des Moines reading a newspaper about how Boston's gone now. <laughs> I will. crumbles into the ocean. Sinister wizardry suspected. <laughs> I will inform the sheriff about possible connections with the strangers in town. And also that maybe she wants to get back at Andrew Keeley. Okay. Uh, the sheriff suggests the following course of action. That, um, the other deputies are rounded up uh, to um, help out with uh, alerting a wider search uh, throughout the Pennsylvania uh, area. And uh, Bob, Jim, and <laughs> Jim Bob. Um, good men. Good men both. I sent out to go try and find uh, the Keatlings. And uh, that you personally are going to be sent uh, to Boston. Uh, Alone? Yep, by yourself. Sweet. Can we can we play Jim Bob and Bob Jim in another <laughs> scenario where we go track down the Keatlings? They seem like they're still going to have interesting lives. My name is Jim Bob. My name is Jed Bob Jim Jim Bob. My name is Jim Bob. They seem to be Bob Jim. We're investigating. We're on adventure. <laughs> on adventure indeed. And they're both lobbies. <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to Tintin on Parade. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, a giant skull has appeared above Boston. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh wait. If that's the end of that scene, I would like to arrange to telegram my wife telling her that I've been sent to Boston on official police business and that she should continue staying with her cousin wherever I sent her. Moine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the plan was, uh, yeah, the plan was for you to meet Becca with her in a week, I think, was okay. the thing. Well, I will inform her of the situation and that I will be in Boston and I will keep in touch. Okay. All right. And also, that means that, uh, presumably because she gets the papers, she knows that you're heading into Murder City. Although, um, as it, basically the deal with the murders is that it's sort of infrequent, like as in that it's been, uh, it's been two weeks, and then sort of there's been, over that course, over the course of that time, um, like a few nights have had sort of horrific, uh, mass, mass killings. Blood bath. 
So you're like, in two weeks, two of those days are going to be like 70 people's killed. And the rest of them were fine. Pretty good odds. That's two. That's two digits. Well, still my six gun on my hip and my right. Yeah, um, the the wealthier members of uh, uh, the affected areas have like uh, been been moved out of the city. And the number is going to spike dramatically when we show up. Maybe. We're gonna, I, we're gonna drive through the town, me, me out the trunk, just firing the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're not here to ask And a 12 foot tall Josephine Garcetti is running behind us, breathing fire. Sounds about right. Okay. And my drive auto is only 20, so I'll probably <laughs> so run somewhere. Still be blowing down pedestrians left and right. I forgot I was Noah Worth was the one who could actually drive a car. But oh well. That's why Yeah. Twenty's still passable, as long as I don't like try to run away from the cops or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh Eli Jackson you'll be working with the Boston Police Department when you arrive there. Um to gonna uh be notified of the situation. Okay. Noted. Okay. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah, so uh, the um, the night continues. Um, Eli, what uh, as in, are you going to be heading out uh, now, I guess, or... Yeah, probably. No reason to stick around since I already sent the wife and kids off. Although that was only earlier this evening. <laughs> so I guess I don't really need to telegram so much as I can be like, Hey, wait, okay, I'm going to Boston. No, they they, they drove out, remember? Oh, yeah. I saw them pass by oh, in yeah. music play. Okay, well, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. catch them eventually. You can get a fish sandwich. I could do that, but instead, yes, I will hightail it to Boston. And look, the prepared to find the old shitty hotel <laughs> to stay the night. Okay, so, um, yeah, I guess uh, it's midnight and stuff. Uh, Josephine Gasset is still not, um, still not there. Yeah, Do... well, I guess I'm still reading the book. It has to take some amount of time if I managed to gain three Cthulhu mythos out of it. I read the summary in the back and it's like, bullet points. Cthulhu. Um, uh, shall we say that that as in takes you up until the one o'clock of waiting? Yeah. Okay. I won't wait too long. I'll give up eventually. Ah, damn it. Alright. Alright. And also, um... I guess while you're waiting, uh, Eli Jackson uh, is probably going to drive ahead of you, uh, unless he stops when he sees the car. Um, I thought we were meeting in like a field or something right off the road. So. Uh, yeah, but as in, uh, I guess you see like on on the main road because it's. Uh, yeah, so. I guess they have the flashlight on. Other than that, the car's off. Yeah. Maybe you could see a flashlight. A bit of light would be getting out of the car from it, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Eli Jackson, do you want to give me a spot, I guess? 
Okay, um, on the way out um, from Boston, uh, you can see in the field um, there is a, a flashlight um, that's uh, switched on. Um, it's it's after midnight, so it's pretty late. Um, um, I um, I'm just I'm on the brakes, <laughs> and. Uh, can I can I drive towards it, or would I have to like get out of my car to get to it? Like, can I drive across the field? Um, it's passable by car because that's how um, they've got there. I guess. I guess also through this point, you can see uh, the tracks um, leading. Uh, now that you're sort of uh, now that you're aware of like the fact that there's something there, you can see uh, the tire tracks uh, that lead off the road into the field. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start cranking that siren. And uh, <laughs> shine my headlights at them and screech off towards them. Okay, uh, Joseph, uh, you you hear? I mean, I guess I'll I'll try to Shot. over the sound of the siren. Uh, tell uh, Martin to just keep cool unless things sound like they're getting hot, and then I'll pop out of the car, kind of wave the flashlight above me, still holding the book in one hand. Okay. Um, Eli, this is what you see as you pull up. Oh, oh okay. Uh, so I'm going to get out, draw my gun, and be like... Uh, you. I guess you probably recognize it as being oh, Joseph. Okay. Well, what the hell are y'all doing out here? Uh, well, I'm reading. I don't know what Martin's doing. Right after we left town, he said he had to go to the bathroom, and... This way, I, y'all gonna meet her? I don't know, what? Remember, remember you said that, and I tried to punch you, and I puked on my hand? You <laughs> sound delusional to me. I'm just waiting for Martin to get back from taking a shit in the woods. As you I'm can see, Martin you. is not here right now. <laughs> I'm gonna punch him if someone answers. Okay, give me a punch roll. I failed. Oh, <laughs> Do you hit the book out of my hand or just like fifty? I guess a failed punch roll can just be you kind of like hit me really ineffectively. Uh, eh, take that. Now do all. Oh, what are you? Hey, calm down, calm down. I'll put the book down and kind of like put a hand like placatingly on his shoulder and be like, "Whoa, what's?" Buddy, what's going on? What's what's all the aggression? Y'all up to something, and I'm gonna have to bring you in if I don't hear some answers. I'm just going to Boston. That's where I came from. I mean, you can tell because I have a heavy Boston accent. I've lived there my whole life. Yeah, well. You're not making good progress to Boston standing in this field on the night where you said you was going to meet Josephine Garcetti in the woods. I didn't say that, and as I said... You said that. You said that. that. I do rightly recall, and I will have to be forced to testify to that in a court of law. And you are undoubtedly held and arraigned for conspiracy to release a felon. I don't know where you're getting these wild accusations from. Because Martin, said I was, 
Is it because Marin said I was going to meet her? She didn't say any names. I'm going back to Boston to meet my uh, girlfriend. I think you're saying this as you're being cuffed. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, cuff. okay, I'll resist arrest. I, oh. Okay, can I grapple him? Is that what I have to do? Uh. Wait, I've got re- 25 points in cuffs. Okay. Wow. Alright, I'm gonna do that. Well, I'll fist cuffs. One roll this game. That's fine. I'm due. Uh, you can give okay. me a dodge roll if you want to, as if. Um, uh, I'll take a dodge roll. Depend on the success. Yeah. I failed. Well, I failed my dodge. I got a 77. <laughs> if I critically Is failed my dodge, would I have moved into the cuffs? I guess so. No. Uh, but yes. we will now never know. Uh, there is a brief fracas um, as cuffs uh, are attempted to be put on Joseph uh, channel, uh, but he uh, he successfully manages to wriggle out of the way. Listen, Jackson, get out of here. Scram. I'm just uh, waiting for him to get back. You have nothing on me. Only because I can't put cuffs on you. Well, <laughs> these dice are clearly weighted against me. <laughs> you can't prove I weighted those dice. <laughs> can I just can I try again? <laughs> I don't know what to do here except leave, and I'm not doing that. I don't want to grab my axe and cut you in half, but it's right there. <laughs> I don't want to grab my revolver and shoot you in the axe. <laughs> Uh, it looks like we're rapidly approaching the point of no return. Oh, Listen, right. let's oh, just talk right. this out. With that, with hearing axe and revolver talk, Martin Dagnew will get out, of, will rise out of the trunk <laughs> with a shotgun level of both of them and say, Shut the hell up, you two idiots! <laughs> oh, you got back from the bathroom? Took a while. Jackson and all that, <laughs> all that beef product. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I dropped these lethal cups. These dangerous and deadly cuffs. My axes. The cuffs you dropped the revolver and and channel. Just, I don't know. Just stop being so (laughs) provoking. What? Y'all want me pointing at? I'm doing nothing wrong. I'm just in a field reading a book. Law enforcement officer. Look, I'm. Yeah, well, I. Is the revolver and the cuffs on the ground? No. Did you drop them? No. I'll say, well, I'll keep pointing it until you drop this stuff that might lead me to bodily harm. Either that or until you walk away. Sammy, you're not doing a very good job of auditioning for the Wads Detective Agency. It appears we all have something of a Mexican standoff, because I won't drop this gun. Fine, we'll just drive away then. All right. You just drive away. Okay. Well, I'll get in the back seat with keeping the gun leveled at <laughs> leveled. I, I, what, are we loitering in this field? Fine. Okay, I'll move. That's my one crime. That's all you've got. Assassin an officer is a felony where I come from. Okay, I guess the, I guess the two parties now face an awkward drive to Boston <laughs> for the next seven hours. I think an hour in, Martin Dagnus is just going to mutter to himself, this is the stupidest shit. 
Uh, well, so much for not having Josephine trying to kill us. Yeah. We'll be lucky if we get through this without accidentally shooting ourselves in the face. <laughs> I, I don't plan to use a gun, so it's all right. Are there any other books I can read? Um, I think the only other stuff that you have is notes. Uh, although you could just have a general non uh, a fiction or non-fiction book. No. Um, all right, well, hold on. I'm going to channel. Stop the yeah. car. Yeah, okay. And then I'm going to wave at Jackson's car to try and get him to stop. I was going to say, as a suggestion... Uh, <laughs> you do? I'm following very close. <laughs> Just tailgating us? You have the like, siren out of Well, I was going to say, like, that seems like a reasonable suggestion, based on the fact that you both going to Boston and stuff, that... Uh, Jackson would say that he's going to escort you because of the fact that you are kind of suspicious. Yeah, not I suspect gonna, at all. I was going to be on their tail, obnoxiously close. <laughs> Other than the like... sounding my siren. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Firing guns into the air. So yeah, you know, uh, Jackson, you notice that they're stopping, so presumably you also stop. No, no. Okay, I, I, I slow and stop. I'm gonna get out with the secret magic book or whatever, and march over to Jackson's car and stick it through the window and say, "If you're insisting on being involved, you should at least know what's up." So read this when we stop to take a piss break or something. I was gonna say as well on the uh, on the trip to Boston, you can remember some more things that you learned from the newspapers because I just thought of some things. Yeah, right. well, I'm sure, no, I'm sure one of us will just start voicing them out loud. Um, yeah, give me no rolls, I guess. No rolls at all. I passed. Failed again. I passed. My one pass for the next ten rolls. Actually, <laughs> what? Yeah, um, you also remember, um, alongside the, uh, mysterious killings and stuff like that, well, the... They're not mysterious, it's, mis it's mysterious that they're happening, but they kill themselves, they're, like, you know, uh, just brutal. And there's also, uh, there was also some uh, notice of, like, uh, disappearances, as in uh, seeming like kidnappings, they're described as, like, kidnappings, but um, the kidnappers um, seem to be uh, wearing uh, some sort of costume. Mm. I'm beginning to change my mind about going back to Boston. Also, there. Well, wait. Did you say wearing a costume? Yeah, sort of uh, like uh, like a thick, weird costume, like a Halloween costume. Oh, okay. Uh, also, on reflection, that Jackson can't read while he drives. Martin Agnew <laughs> is going to shove himself into Jackson's squad car and read the book to him. With patience. Okay. I guess this also gives you a chance to like tell him the history of wads. Yeah. I'll, oh, no, I'll explain. I'll explain some things to him. You can tell him about the mansion, the uh, the events at the haunted mansion that we don't talk about. I don't remember. Which it, it was a thing was... that didn't happen. I think it was. Oh. A, it was a backstory thing we came up with to explain why we knew Swanson Ames, and it, we said we investigated a haunted mansion with him, but we don't talk about it. Oh. I remember that because we kept making the joke where we'd be like, this is just like the mansion we don't talk about. <laughs> like, we talked about it all the time. 
The amount of parallels between this case and the Haunted Mansion case are beginning to disturb me. But let's not talk about it. Fuck out, man. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's what Martin Daniel is going to do. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, Eli Jackson on the on the trip to Boston, you can give me a sunny roll. <laughs> I can't just be like, get out of my car. I won't leave. <laughs> you handcuff yourself to the seat or whatever. You'd be surprised how hard it is to, to force a man in a giant hat and trench coat with a half face out of your car when he insists on reading to you from an upstairs window. Uh, I failed my sanity roll. Oh. By a lot. Well, that is... Well... It does seem like a pretty stressful situation. Yeah. I have four points of Cthulhu Mythos. I forget about oh, that. Oh, whoa. Oh, that's right, because you have all that previous experience. I have all that backstory. Yeah. Uh, you, you now have 15 points of Cthulhu Mythos. Nice. Swell. And, uh, but unfortunately, you also lose three points of sanity. Uh, it's a very disturbing tale of not only uh, the uh, events uh, depicted in the book, uh, but also um, just generally the previous collab- uh, collaborated knowledge of, or corroborated knowledge uh, of uh, the uh, strange things that have been going on uh, with the Water Detective Agency. He specifically fills you in on every detail that Aaron Abrams would have known. He's <laughs> trying to make you replace him. Yeah. <laughs> if you could wear this wig, I'd be very, I'd be very okay with it. Uh, I reckon that is a tale of disturbing intrigue. Yeah. Yes. So are you less suspicious of us now? You shout from the car in front of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you now filled in about the uh, the cult of the Silver Knight that uh, I guess that he was involved in. Uh, you're, uh, you're a bit more familiar with that as well as um, uh, I guess also the, uh, the thing uh, in the void. Um, you know a little bit more about that. Uh, the Darkstone, uh, the Deep Ones, Innsmouth, uh, Mr. Osaf, and the uh, uh, dead, uh, dead-looking people uh, who are all mute. It is a seven-hour trip. I am so shaken by this that I lose my accent. <laughs> oh come on, it was fun. <laughs> I don't mind if it comes and goes. Maybe the readers do. But up yours, readers, listeners. <laughs> the readers. Maybe the readers do. Those obnoxious assholes who insist on, just on turning the sound off and watching the progress bar increase. Transcribe the audio. <laughs> I love the transcribers, but those readers? <laughs> the transcribers are doing God's work with those readers. I we had a transcription, there would be 87 different points in each episode where it said, the sound of eating food is audible. Alright. So it's, it's a dark and disturbing night. Um, I guess you drive the whole night. Um, so it's now, uh, you're all now, I guess, pretty tired, unless you wanted to have slept uh, on the way there. But... Um, well, 
Justice never sleeps. I kind of doubt that I had time to sleep, what with all that story tells. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, you arrived there uh, very tired. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess you um, get to Boston and get to the, uh, the hotel. Okay. Let's get uh, some coffee. Let's get some coffee. I'm going to get my uh, my uh, tool case out of the back of the car. I'm going to get a cab and go back to my house because I live in Boston. I'm not paying for a hotel. Where are you going, General? Back to my office. Well, that's right. You live here. Hey, can we just go to your place? Uh, I know that uh, it was a thing that my guy didn't have steady work or much money, so it's probably really small. But if you want to, like, both sleep on half of a couch. Um, the, uh, the police could probably put, uh, Jackson up with somewhere to stay. Um, because it's supposed to be working with the, uh, Boston police here, so I don't know if that might also be an opportunity to option, but. Yeah, but it's always a thing that our, all our investigators have, like, crazy sleepovers. <laughs> so. <laughs> this is the Watts Detective Agency spirit. We'll all sleep in one room or none of us will sleep at all. Team building exercises. Uh, I do believe that we should uh, arrange some kind of rotating watch. That's <laughs> your man after my own heart, Jackson. I think we should is, uh, hatch out the details. If only because the most powerful gangster in the city is out for my blood. Or, uh, I'm assuming that he isn't completely out of his mind with the stone. And also that, uh, have, did, hey, does anyone know if Samuel's still in town? He was always useful as a man for a watch. Oh, man, which... Wait a minute. Is he the drug guy? Is he the one who fell asleep on his watch? <laughs> no, Samuel was, uh... uh oh, yeah, John's I character. remember Samuel. Oh, you mean Sol- Solomon. Into... Oh, Solomon, right. The dude who we yeah. just said, and now he's doing the watch. <laughs> yeah, it was like, he's an NPC. He stayed at the hotel and slept all day, so he can stay up all night doing the watch. <laughs> no, that was the masks campaign where we had, like, an entire separate car work. Of silent, actionless NPCs. <laughs> we just I remember that. Uh, oh man. Okay. Anyway, I will go to your house. We're going to your house, channel. Oh, all right. I mean, slap me on the back and get in your cab. After <laughs> after I pack up all of our guns and the coats. Well, no, let's take our car. Oh, wait, that's right. I'll if get you're all coming, I, I thought you were just going to stay at the hotel, if you insist. Well, this was where we stayed last time, so if we do have someone after us, it's where they're going to look. Yeah. I wonder if that ghoul's still around. That what store? The ghoul? Oh, yeah. Andrew's well, considering that Andrew's not... Well, I guess we can't really make any assumptions. Yeah, and then we drive to my place. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you, are, huh? you get that. Um, Jackson, are you going to check in with the police uh, before? Yes, I would like them to arrange for me to find a 
well within a short distance from their offices. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Jackson, this isn't the Wadsey, though. <laughs> but, uh, I guess with all those guns around you, you'll be marginally less likely to die. Listen, it's not Manwads if uh, the whole gang of guys isn't sleeping in the same room. <laughs> what if you have crippling sleepwalking nightmares? <laughs> How are you going to rotating watch if you stay in your own hotel room? Yeah. Uh, the police is obviously in pretty busy um, at the moment because of all the murders. Um, so uh, they... Uh, they sort of uh, they say that they'll help you um, help you out because obviously they're aware of uh, Garcetti, but um, uh, the uh, yeah they'll spare a few men to help out. Um, yeah, they set you up with a hotel um, reasonably close to um, Joseph's offices or Joseph's office. Right, like a combined office and where I sleep. Alright, so... The channel. Mm-hmm. We're now in a city, and we know there's a stone somewhere here. And I'm... Or is it more... Are we... Could I be having, like, toast and a glass of orange juice with this? And a cigarette? I mean, the food in my house is... In my apartment is at least... Uh, Okay, we've been gone for like two to three weeks, and before we left, I had been staying at that hotel and just eating their continental breakfast every day. So, the uh, refrigeration technology, I think, at this point in time is sketchy at best. So, I'm yeah, opening so. up the milk, I'm sniffing it, I'm pouring it into the toilet. <laughs> As I say, yeah, if I have any, if I had any bread, you don't need to bother toasting it, it's crunchy enough. <laughs> So we're in a city, and a stone is in this city as well. And some Uh, gangsters. Yes, gangsters who presumably have the stone, and so they're the ones who are doing all the murders. And cultist serial killers. I guess those could be the gangsters. And kidnappers. Well, what? The gangsters and the the cultists, they were different, right? And up until now, the cultists had the stone, but now the gangsters have the stone. Sounds about right. And but now the leader of the cult is back in town, so they're probably going to try and get this stone. Well, I mean, she missed her ride. I don't know if she got another one. Oh man! We would have been here before her unless she can fly or teleport or something. I'm really not sure how she gets around, actually. I neither. My operating assumption is that she has real life human accomplices. Can I make a no roll to remember if there was a car parked in front of her? uh, in front of the Garcetti family house when we arrived. What? Uh, give me a no roll. Like when we went to go visit it to find Andrew. Because if there's no car, then... Uh, well, I got a 69. My roll's 55. Nope. Okay. Yeah, you can't I'll say this out loud, though. My line of thought. That we... Like, if she had a car, it should have been at the Garcetti house when we got there. Is this... Is this conversation after we've, like, slept, or... Because I don't think I would sleep just yet. Um, I think this is still in the morning, right? Because you said that you're having breakfast. So we're all tired. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson, are you coming with us to the... To... To Channel's house? 
Oh. Um, no, he oh. went to the uh, police station and then uh, he's got set up at a hotel. Marshal the official support. Okay. So, I'm thinking maybe if we find the cult, maybe we can just sort of wait until they attack the gangsters and try and grab the stone in that. Or we could try and find... Zeke's hideout and yeah. raid it and see if we can find out where he's keeping the stone or we can try and find Zeke and kill him. He's or probably... arrest him and bring him to proper justice. Yeah, yeah, I bet Jackson won't be too happy with the whole kill Zeke part. But... Well, whatever. He was he was sure gung-ho for the kill, uh, what's her name part? Joseph. Yeah, I still, I still feel kind of bad about that. That was after a distinct Distinguished model debate. <laughs> Fair oh, enough. Maybe. Okay. I think. Oh, there's no power to it. I'm sorry. Sorry, never mind. Just talking to myself. The computer yeah. turned on. Yeah. Okay. Better than yeah. it was before. If only we could find some sort of advanced computer to figure yeah. out the end game. Uh, get rid of. Charles Babbage's difference engines. Um, is that what it was? Yeah, I love those difference engines. Let's go visit Babbage. No, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, I guess. Um, I this orange juice is Sorry, I was just going to say, Joseph, uh, Joseph, you probably have newspapers delivered, uh, Boston newspapers, uh, so you can. Yeah, there's like a month worth in my box. Yeah, um, so you can go through the Boston newspapers, uh, some more stuff on the murders. Um, yeah, it's basically um, it's it's basically people uh, killing family members in the beds, and uh, then uh, street slayings uh, by um, people that are obviously uh, driven insane, um, seemingly healthy individuals before uh, that uh, being driven insane suddenly. And, uh, All right. Sorry. Carrying out random murders. So it may not be so much that we have two parties, the cult and the gangsters in the city right now. Uh, it may just be the influence of the stone is making people act like the cult. It may not be an organized thing. Well, Although the kidnappers is... sound cultish. They could also yeah. be gangsters, though. Yeah, what was that? Are there... Cult. are there a bunch of killings and then a bunch of kidnappings? Um... Basically, uh, give me, well, I guess as in, I've just given you that information from the newspapers. Um, the stuff in the Boston newspapers is basically stuff like, um, sort of weird, uh, weird, uh, bug costume, uh, thing, kidnaps my son, etc. Well, that's okay. probably for the whole giving souls to the stone thing that Keatling was talking about. Yeah, so that may be the gangsters, actually. Because they're the ones that have the stone, that have use for sacrifices. Yeah, but how do we... I don't know if we can predict. Maybe if we can investigate some of the missing people, then, well, we could make some cash. Yeah, if we find the link between them. Although it's... Have, I mean, if it's just kids, this. there's a lot of them in Boston. We wouldn't be able to figure what their next area would be. But... We might be able... What if we plotted out the murders on a map and saw if, like... <laughs> um, actually, give me a... 
well, I guess then it's difficult just working out just through the newspapers, but I guess you can give me a library use roll. Um, Hold on, just a second. Let me finish that thought at sorry. the station, where we could maybe go for the records or something. Well, whatever. If we investigate this way, we probably want to go find somewhere that has a map. Yeah. Um, maybe have a, No, I wouldn't have a map. I'm a local. I don't need a map. Pretty sure I don't have a 60 in library. So it's 25. Well, that'll be useful. Yeah, we could ask the cop to either do this or get people at the station on this if they aren't already. Yeah. As long as he's willing to then give us the information. Well, that might be a problem, but I don't see yeah. why it would be. Uh, okay. So, we're not looking for the cult, we're just looking for the gangsters, because we don't know if the cult's actually... Well, well the cult Josephine's... either just crazy people or the gangsters themselves. Although, maybe once think... Josephine gets back, the cult will start acting. It just doesn't sound like it's been the cult so far. I guess that's true. I mean, all we know is that Josephine, who was the leader of the cult, stole the stone from Zeke. We don't actually know if Zeke... We don't actually know Zeke wasn't in the cult. Yeah. So maybe we should just... I guess we just look for the kidnappings and the killings, and they're probably the stones at the center of it all. It is weird that Josephine would steal the stone and then go back to her family home if the cult and her whole, like, network was here. So maybe... weird. Maybe she was in the cult, but so was uh, Crater. She steals the stone and messes with him, turning him into a bug. Then she bounces, leaving him as the leader of the cult, because he obviously has a lot of power. So maybe yeah, she's not with the cult anymore. Cause I'm she really concerned about that whole turning into a bug thing, too. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. Although, well, he did let he did let Crater jump through a boarded window. He yeah. seemed to be having a pretty good time with it, so maybe it's not so bad. Maybe, but it seems like he's pretty serious about getting it back. The stone, I mean. Well, he has it now. Yeah, maybe he's not a bug anymore already. He's had it for like two or three weeks. I just hope he doesn't. I just hope he's really possessed with it and doesn't want to kill me anymore. Because hmm. that's going to be a pain if that happens. Well, he may want to kill everybody <laughs> if he's trying to feed it. And he yeah, wants well, good. Yeah, you got a point there. Either way, uh, okay, you burnt down the Sailors Club, which was his old base of operations, so we don't actually know where to start looking. We got to stop burning places down. Yeah, possibly. Uh, maybe we can ask around. Maybe we can ask around the police station. There's people in Boston that must know where his backup hideouts were, and we can go burn those down. <laughs> I like the way you, I like the way you think, Jill. I think I'm gonna get some sleep and start building pipe bombs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll keep. Can we keep a rotating watch? I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, I don't know, uh, being like a handyman, electrician, always messing around and building traps and stuff, I guess, it seems like that's all I do. Uh, Joseph Channel would probably have some sort of rudimentary security in his apartment. Like, um, I talked about installing a doorbell before. 
Yeah, I'll... Bear traps on the ground. Given the way that you've been playing the character, I'll allow, like, a degree of that, sure. Okay, well, I've talked about installing uh, doorbells before, so maybe I have, like, a reverse doorbell set up so that when the door opens, it makes a noise. I could put something like that on the door and the window. Like in, like how in a shop has. Yeah, basically like that on all the doors and like all the entrances to the apartments rigged up so that when they open like a loud, uh, ringing noise that would like wake someone up plays. Okay. Maybe sure. that'd be good. Yeah. I did that. I've, I've put in that kind of switch in real life. It's very exciting. It is a real thing then. Yes. Even in today. It's a little button in the door frame. And the cool. door is not pushing in the button. And it, it makes a noise. Yeah. Hey, Alright. Right. I think Ben Martin Dagnew will. up around my own apartment. Martin Dagnew will sleep in a chair beside the door with a shotgun on his lap. <laughs> I'll sleep on the couch because thinking about it, it's just like a one room office. I probably don't have an actual bed. Okay. Um, right. Is it okay if I go uh, quickly make yeah, a cup of yeah. coffee? Alright. I just have to do this for some I'll be back in a minute. Um, Alright, did anything else get decided while we've gone, or...? I, I don't oh, think so. Oh, okay. I left right when you left, so... Alright. Here's where I need the windows, this, right? Yes, or something else to boot. It's your boot media. Oh, I have no boot media, but I'm good to go. No boot media, folks. Okay. That sounds like a, that sounds like a company. That sounds like a production company. No, no boot, boot media. media. No boot media. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. That's a pretty good. Pretty good company. I would invest in that. I'm investing all my money in that right now. What if we make that the the company behind Cthulhu on Parade? Cthulhu on Parade, produced a by No Boot Media, a, pro, a No Boot a, a No Boot Media production. <laughs> I am thrilled. I, for one, am thrilled. It would make us even more professional. It would make us even more professional. Speaking of being professional, let's start this uh, back up then, if no one has any objections. Yeah. Okay, so... um, You'll have to cook it. Yeah. Um, It is... uh, Sure. It's now uh, afternoon, I guess, of the day when you got in, which I'm going to say is uh, Thursday. Um... Okay. So. Actually, seems like a pretty good sleep cycle for us to have. You back sleep in the morning, stay awake in the afternoon, and the and midnight. Uh, you back in Boston? Um, good for shady business. Yeah. The problem is that we really like our breakfasts. Hmm. Ah. Oh, that that orange juice wasn't maybe was not as good as I thought it was. No, I could have told you that that was probably months old. Oh. Let's go to the police station and get something to eat on the way. Do you think anyone serves eggs at this time of day? If they did, I would know about them. Uh-huh. Is there anywhere around here that sells eggs? Uh, yeah. Okay, yes. Let's go there. There's a couple of like cafe type places and stuff. Um, New York bagels. Yeah. This isn't half bad. All right, on to the police station. <laughs> okay. 
Um, oh, yes. wait, no, I ate my fish sandwich from last night. Oh, there's mayo on that. It's probably not good anymore. Well, it's Josephine's fault if I get sick. She was supposed to eat this one. Can I have the other one? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Those okay. eggs weren't as filling as I thought. <laughs> Okay, uh, the two of you, I guess, after after breakfast slash lunch, um, or brunch, uh, go to the police station. Um, I guess uh, Eli Jackson. Eli Jackson, you're probably already there, um, going through uh, the records and like uh, checking out the uh, the officers that have been uh, assigned. Have uh, I learned anything? you um what uh what specifically as in uh what are you looking into or what are you trying to uh find out about um just sort of life <laughs> i guess i'm looking up that one guy the bug guy uh ezekiel crater yes crater looking up his contacts and his his hangouts I'm sure that, as a known criminal mastermind, somebody in the department's got to have some dirt on him. Yeah, um, the huge tabs on him. Um, uh, Ezekiel Crater is rumored to have um, sort of men um, in high places, is uh, what uh, one of the officers sort of conspiratorially warns you um, as you're investigating. Uh, and you can tell that uh, he seems nervous as he's saying this, so it seems like um, Ezekiel might have uh, at least a few men on the force uh, under his payroll. Um, you also find out that um, you do find out that uh, his his uh, his house is known uh, to the police as the location of his uh, mansion um, on the Massachusetts coast. Uh, it's several miles north of Boston. Okay. Duly noted. Um, yeah. Um, uh, he is uh, well known, and uh, he's he has a few um, he has a few establishments. His main one was the Sailors Club, but that's been burnt down, and uh, it seems like he hasn't tried to um, start up anywhere. Uh, it seems like he might be. Um, Laying low. Yeah, which uh, is understandable given the murders. Like the the general murders, the general Boston murders, or like specific murders to him. Uh, general uh, general Boston murders. Also, um, I guess uh, in terms of what's been happening and stuff, uh, you uh, I guess give me a library use role. Ding. Pass. Yeah. Um, for the from the records um, that have been kept, uh, you uh, notice that uh, in addition to uh, the murders, which seem to be random, in the um, like uh, mostly um, anybody uh, really is uh, either killing or being killed. Um, it seems to be like as in without kind of any. Uh, method, which is really sort of uh, kind of got the whole department a bit freaked out, and they don't know like what 
might be happening in the reverse in like toxicology, um, uh, ethics and stuff like that, but um, they, they really don't know. Um, as for the kidnappings though, um, that seems to be, um, there are a few cases where um, it'll be uh, children or uh, like sometimes uh, young men, but predominantly uh, it is uh, women uh, in their uh, 20s and 30s that are being kidnapped. Hmm. Is there any kind of ransom notes or contact from the kidnapper? No, but um, in the cases where uh, sort of uh, it, it's been witnessed, um, it seems to be a similar kind of a costumed thing, uh, sort of uh, a bug-like uh, thing. Um, oh, oh, bug-like. Oh. Oh, okay. Um. Hmm. Are there locations on that? Like, is that just all over the city randomly, or is there, like, um, central? It's, uh, around the sort of, uh, region of, uh, the killings. Um, uh, they are, um, Hang on, give me that. Okay. Generally, the killings are centered around um, <coughs> mid to north uh, Boston. Um, ah. Sometimes uh, uh, the kidnappings are pretty much around that kind of range as well. Okay. North Boston, like. A certain bug-like man who lives three miles north of Boston? Yeah. Uh, well, several miles north of Boston. Several miles. Okay. Okay. Um, can't think of any other questions for the police department right now. Um, yeah, the officers assigned to your case um, are Mark and Thomas. Mark and Thomas. Um, Good man. Dedicated, loyal, hardworking. Thomas has a mustache. No uh, last name. Thomas, nice mustache. He, he nice thanks stuff. you. Uh, he didn't Mark, have a mustache. I would have said he was in a cult. Mark, on the other hand, has a butterfly collection. <laughs> He's in a cult. Oh, Marky Mark. You Mark. get the job done. Mark is a Mark is a. Mark is Marky Mark and the Funky Buns, collectively. <laughs> um. Oh, has anybody seen our suspects lately? Any reports of uh, Josephine Garcetti anywhere in the city? Uh, no, they haven't uh, found her, but they'll, uh, they put out a notice um, huh. that she might be back in town. Alright. Uh, Patrick Devlin... Uh, who was assigned to um, uh, look into uh, the cult, um, the Silver Knight cult. Um, he believes that the cult um, has uh, disbanded in uh, Garcetti's absence uh, and is, uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty sure about that? Pretty, uh... um, well, he's, he's hopeful about that. He led a raid 
on uh, the uh, the cult, and uh, to be honest, it was kind of a shambles. Um, he got uh, injured, and uh, yeah, and most of the uh, quite a lot of the people escaped. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I think that uh, wraps it up for me. Meet up with uh, well, I guess I'd relay the information of uh, where Crater lives next time I see the wads. Um, which I guess is going to be pretty soon because it looks like they are um, headed towards the uh, or currently at. Um, the police station, uh, I guess the... We're just both standing in the front lobby eating matching fish sandwiches. Yeah, um... Good uh, God, these are worth the five dollars. <laughs> so, Eli Jackson, on, on your rounds, you see, um, you see the two members of the Wars Detective Agency and the front, uh, entering into the front lobby or, um, around the front lobby after you, after you've, uh, orientated yourself and, uh, gained this information. Well, 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 if it isn't the... I don't even know what the... If it isn't the Wads, here again. Oh, deputy. And you can see I've disguised my accent for the big city. <laughs> then you're doing like a very good Sorry for the boys to take you seriously when they think you're a country bumpkin. Uh, there ain't no country bumpkins around these parts. I can appreciate that, I'm sure. Well, I, uh, I've pieced together a little bit of information that uh, I don't think I could relate to the, uh, well, I don't think the Boston PD would take me too seriously if I uh, told them that I'd connected the dots and I believe that the kidnappings of this man in a bug-like costume and the, well, the man with the bug-like being might be related. Uh, well, it's a bug-like costume, then, yeah. Well, I can tell you that, uh, oh, God, my, not much of a city slicker, it just doesn't stay. Don't worry about it, deputy. Try as I might. Well, uh, uh see, it seems that uh, your friend, uh, Crater's been laying low for a while. He's, uh, hasn't, uh, hasn't resumed, uh, picking up the threads of any of his old businesses in the area since he burned down his, uh, little moneymaker... Docks or whatever that was. But he does uh, maintain a residence north of the city. Uh, a little ways north, a couple miles up the coast. And uh be interesting to note that most of the murders and kidnappings have been taking place in the north half of the city. Now, if one was going to come three miles into town, uh, frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't too concerned about where he murdered somebody. But I do think that it bears some investigation. I don't know if uh, Mark and Thomas back there, the parent disciples, are willing to go on a limb for me. Well, I don't know if I'm willing to go on a limb for you. I'm gonna roll the. I'm gonna roll the cup him. Oh, <laughs> this is exactly why. <laughs> I'm putting myself in between Jack and Channel. If he actually does that, I'll make a dodge. Settle down, you two. There's one thing I'm curious about. Are the murders happening on the same night as the kidnappings? Because I seem to remember they came in big spurts. 
Uh, oh, I can answer that question for you. Uh, the kidnappings uh, are sort of dotted around uh, generally. Uh, the murders uh, are just as in, like, there's one night of murders and then a rest for a bit, and then there's another night of murders. It would make sense if, like, if he had the stone on him, then when he came to town to kidnap someone, the effect of the stone would get people. But if they don't line up like that, Either that's not how the stone works, or he doesn't carry it on him. Well, I don't think I would carry it into town if I didn't need to. And again, yeah, but, if yeah, I'd carry it with me all the time. Yeah, but, I remember but, it was hard to put it down once I picked it up. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember, because I don't know. <laughs> you it told me cool. that Aaron Abrams said. Still, I'm betting it's something that they do with the stone that makes everyone go nuts. And given that uh, kidnapping people, and that Caitlin said you have to feed souls to the stone, it sounds like he's killing the kidnapped victims whenever there's a huge gut of violence. Follow? Yeah. I reckon I don't. Well, what I understand would be that the uh, kidnapping somehow fuel the uh, man's bloodlust. And... Well, that's my point. He does a big sacrifice over it. Castle von Zeke, and then the stone sort of gets more powerful for a night and causes everyone in town to start killing each other. Now, you see, am I to okay? Well, am I to understand that the killings are perpetrated by people? Like we can, we have caught people murdering other people, or are these mysterious well, murders? Uh, you've caught, uh, you've caught the murderers because they're clearly like, as in, they're driven insane and they're just sort of like, as in. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I misunderstand. It'll, it'll, it'll carry on into the morning sometimes if just like as in a guy will be uh, wandering around the street or a kid will be wandering around the street um, like with a knife uh, sort of just sort of killing people. <laughs> stab. And stab. <laughs> and stab. Or any of them still and, uh, some, uh, some of them kill themselves. Uh, some of them you've had to uh, bring down with deadly force. Uh, the ones that you've... Uh, Captured, they don't uh, recover. Um, you mean they die or they stay, stay insane? Uh, they stay insane. Okay. Hmm. Are any of them talking? I reckon that'd be a dead end if you was to ask me. Hmm. I'm sure if they were saying anything worthwhile, it would have been in the notes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe people weren't asking the right questions, but... Well, I mean, I if they were saying, if there's a common phrase or trend in their ramblings, I'm sure it would have been them. Madness, if you will. They're not so much the rambling kind of crazy, it's just the murder crazy. Okay, well, right Hey, on. George, how you doing? Ah, stab, 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 stab. Do they come at regular intervals? Um, there's only been the two. Are they related to the cycles of the moon? Uh, That's a good question. No, it doesn't seem. It doesn't seem to be. Uh, it doesn't seem to be related to the moon. Um, it's just that um, there's a there's a while and then they happen again. There doesn't seem to be any kind of like rhythm. Have many of the murders been with guns, or is it always knives? Um, it, uh, some with guns. Uh, it depends on uh, what. Um, what the family had available or what. Okay, so maybe running into crazy murderous folks with guns at night. 
That'll be fun. I recommend that we get out of town. Specifically, through north. North of town, on the coast of a certain state of Massachusetts, where there is a certain individual. (laughs) Out of character, I wish we still had that crown so we could go to, like, the coast near his mansion. And then try to burn the crown so that we made him fight all the fish. <laughs> That's great. Anyways, uh, we just gotta learn to look to look ahead a little bit. Well, I do have two officers assisting me, and if this was to be a routine investigation of the house, perhaps under suspicion that he may be harboring a fugitive known as Josephine Garcetti, we may be able to search the premises with a. Uh, Armed and legal law enforcement assistance, in addition to yours truly. If uh, you did that, Mustache Thomas and Butterfly Mark are willing to accompany us, of course. Yeah, did uh, that. We could use it as a distraction to get me and me and Channel into the house. Or you could come with us as contractors and just come straight in the front door. Zeke knows my face. I tried to shoot him in the face. Well, then we, we'll all shoot him in the face when he no doubt retaliates. There's a series of three officers on routine investigation of a facility, uh, officer, 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 house. Uh, <laughs> no doubt draw further law enforcement attention. I'm sure that he would not do anything. Well, I'm not. He is a crazy man. That certainly is a gut, that certainly is a ballsy plan. You just walk in the front door and ask the man to have a look around. You're a real Johnny Gat, the boss type. Not a Pierce type, huh? Johnny Lockwell type. I see. We're, we're completely sure he's the one doing it, right? Yeah. What if I just made, like, six or so pipe bombs and we blew in corners of his mansion? state of Massachusetts and I would be forced to arrest you and hold you a federal trial of constructing an improvised explosive. Well, listen, all you've got on is... we had six or seven pipe bombs that were constructed anonymously, and then we blew up the mansion. Then I wouldn't... (laughs) Then you would not have the full support of the legal Commonwealth of Massachusetts behind you. All right. Here's... Shoot him in the face. That's cool. Suppose you have a false face, don't you, sir? Well, sort of a half one, but yeah. What if you go the distance? What if you get the rest of the face, not the face removed? But what if uh, I'm sure a suitable disguise for someone, uh, perhaps covered by a policeman's hat pulled over the eyes? I guess that's possible. This would get get you in to have a look at it. You would certainly get it from the, uh... VFW? No, the police. They're going to help us. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not used to that. You guys are authorized contractors and witnesses, and you know both Crater and Garcetti by sight, but for your own protection, we will have to uh, disguise you. Right, um, okay. I'm willing to do contract work if it's demolitions. Look, how about this channel? Phase one of any demolitions operation is reconnaissance. Not the way I do them. What if Eli and I go the front door route, and you make 
contacts with people who will be procuring pipe bombs. And then, if we don't say boo otherwise, then at night you just blow up the house. I mean, along with any of these kidnapped victims that may be inside the house. Ah, uh, they're dead already. No, they're probably oh, not dead. Well, most of Perhaps them are. Perhaps this insidious bug man is laying his eggs inside these poor defenseless women, keeping them chained in some sick, twisted torture basement. Well, at that point, it might be more of a mercy to kill them yeah. that weird eggs inside them. But whatever. Look, all right, we'll change it so that we have to give you the go-ahead. If, like, we get killed, you blow up the mansion. How about that? Uh, fair enough. Still, I do enjoy having ambiguously procured explosives at my back. Yeah, it's always good. You do have to make them, though. Yeah, I, I'll get on that. I guess. You can't just be like, okay, don't make... Oh, dang. All I got is eight fish sandwiches. <laughs> well, I guess they'll make a bad smell. They're really good fish sandwiches, though, I mean. I hate to leave them to waste. <laughs> Maybe I'll just break this window with this rock and there call is, it good. There is something I am concerned about, and it is uh, still the disappearance of Josephine Garcetti. Well, I mean, not the fact that, that one's that on you. That one's on you. That but one's the on. fact that somehow this small girl by herself, presumably subdued three armed law enforcement officers, and well, just... yeah, that part's on you. Well, no, actually, I was curious about that too. How did she get away from you? She... I don't know. I passed out. How did she make you pass out? That is what I am inquiring. If in your travels you have encountered such a... such a... a power or method of subduction... Well, it sounds... No, that was someone else who was looking at paintings. Well, no. Some of Andrew Keatling's paintings had an effect on people who stared at them for too long. They weren't Andrew Keatling. Well, yeah, they were paintings he owned, but they were Josephine's paintings. She painted them. Oh. We kind of forgot that she was an artist, but... That seems to put a a piece of the puzzle together. There was something in the room. Well, she claims that she turned what's-his-name into a bug man. And we know there's something crazy in her house. Yeah. So she's certainly surrounded by things that do weird things to you when you look at them. And she had some occult books and that wizard stone, so maybe a wizard. It would be safe to assume at this point. Make the inquiring so that once we confront her again, as we no doubt will in our successful venture, the same situation does not happen to us again. We do not find ourselves three helpless victims lying on the floor of some horrible torture basement. Well, I mean, I mean that one's on you again because we kind of had things. No, we did not. Stop being yeah. like this. No, she was totally fucking with us. Oh, Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Saying as Martin Bagnew, I'm doing the guns. 
show. Stop slapping you. Slapping the cups away. <laughs> Jackson's got the cups up like, could I just maybe a little bit? Everyone's <laughs> just all shingled up. <laughs> the camera zooms out from our faces. We're all cupped to the bars. Jackson's like, oh, I got a little bit carried away. I cuffed myself to the bars. This is a predicament. Butterfly March. <laughs> uh, so. Three Stooges ask we do the rest of the campaign handcuffed together. Look, um, maybe we wear sunglasses. That's about all I got. Uh, I don't think they have reason to recognize me. No, I'm saying because the Gar City does weird things when you look at the things. Oh, oh that's what you mean. I don't know. Sunglasses would help me not be noticed, though. Would perhaps there be some venture of research one could undertake to ascertain the method and prevention of such techniques and abilities? Are you talking about going and visiting the Arkham University Library? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a huge grin on his face. Uh, may be inquiring if that is feasible, but I do not so like to find myself regarded so as to be helpless. Hmm. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Martin Daniels is going to stare at Eli Jackson for a second and just say, what? I didn't understand that. You know, so one as to, uh, in the course of being uh, understood as to Want to defend and procure protection for oneself against methods and means of untoward subduction. Oh. Speaking oh. of procuring protection, I'm going to go uh, procure some pipe bombs. Good day, gentlemen. And I guess at the police station where I just had this conversation. I guess we're. <laughs> I guess we're gonna. I guess the officer looks at us and goes, "One of those days, boys, huh?" <laughs> I guess Jackson and I are going to go try and find a copy of the Necronomicon or something and pick up some spells. <laughs> it's the next best thing to having a wizard on our side, I guess. Or I guess it's a step above having a wizard on your side. It's just being a wizard yourself. Although, Say, no. don't you certain gentlemen have a relatable contact with which to procure magic and otherwise untoward otherworldly abilities? If you want to talk to Mr. SF... You do it, and you get in debt to him. This is all the result of me being in debt to him, and I'm not real eager to continue the cycle. Right. I'm not really in debt to him. I'm just worried that uh, that Crater... Oh, wait. I was saying Crater wouldn't recognize me, but his goons would, because I was the one who sold them the stone. Oh, yeah, that's right. So all I'm right. not in debt to staff. I'm just worried that if we don't deal with Crater, he'll eventually come after me. And I guess now Josephine. So I was like, yeah, we'll give you a ride, and then dipped. <laughs> Either way, I'll, I'll be making bombs. I figure we go to the, what is it? We go to the library, we look for some, we look for some books on the occult. Or we could go try to find some of the ex-Sylvan Knight cult members. Actually, sure. not. some of them were taken in during their raid, right? They said only some got away. That means some got captured, too. I turn around to face the jail cell directly behind me. Like you! What do you know? <laughs> uh, we give me a... In front of yeah. one of the prisoners, they're like... 
These guys are insane. <laughs> um, Eli Jackson, if you uh, want to know more about us in the raid on the Silver Knight, you can talk to Patrick Devlin. Uh, you can give me sort of a fast talk, um, I guess. Uh, would credit rating work? Yeah, I guess credit rating either. Yeah. Oh, either way, I rolled an eight, so I, I pass. Okay. Um, fast talk. I'll call that a fast talk. Yay. Okay. Um, let's see. Patrick Devlin. Um, Yeah, uh, Devlin, uh, is, uh, initially has a to discuss the raid, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, um, he has, uh, grainy photographs and, uh, detailed field sketches still of the, uh, victims, uh, in the case, uh, you see those, um, they are, um, uh, in each case, the uh, victim was uh, stabbed uh, to the throat uh, by a dagger wound, uh, mm-hmm. followed by uh, post-mortal mutilation by human bites. Um, there was also um, one uh, one uh, uh, cultist uh, was arrested, um, and uh, she uh, agreed uh, to inform. Uh, on uh, on the uh, on the other oh. person of the call. Oh uh, really? Whoa. Yeah. Um. She uh. She is now uh, living uh, under an assumed uh, name and uh, a new address. Um. But um. Yeah. Uh. Uh. He doesn't uh particularly want to. Uh, give away a name because of the fact that um, uh, she is under uh, police protection. Um, but I guess like uh, you managed to um, persuade him. Uh, so if you would like, uh, he can tell you um, that information. Would uh, what if we just got a phone number for her? And we just called her and asked her about this magic business, which is what I'm curious about. Then we wouldn't have to compromise anything, right? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, he writes down uh, the name, uh, well, he writes down uh, the number and uh, first name. Uh, well, no, uh, we'll say first and last name uh, on uh, the paper. And it discreetly uh, passes it to you. Yeah, I eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I memorize it and then I eat it. Okay, but um, <laughs> he warns you to um, obviously as in, uh, keep the information uh, to yourself and don't, uh, don't let anyone know that he told you. Keep it close to my chest, in my stomach. Um, yeah, uh, specifically, um, a bit more information on the road, uh, raid is that, um, he led up, um, a heavily armed, uh, force, uh, surrounding a wooded area, 
um, several miles north of the city. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, they were tipped off uh, to the activities by um, this this woman. Um, as it's, this is before uh, before the raid uh, where she was arrested, actually, I guess. Um, uh, uh, members of the cult were apparently in the process of performing a blood magic ritual. Um, uh, the ritual was to include the brutal sacrifice of a young girl um, from Chinatown. Um, uh, she was killed during the raid, and uh, Devlin was injured. Uh, Twelve uh, cultists were killed, and uh, one uh, one escaped. Yeah. Was how close was this raid to Ezekiel Crane's uh, crater? Um, how close to the uh, to Crater's house? Um, in the in the sort of general area, but uh, Crater's house is on the coast, and this was uh, in the woods. So, like, um, I'd say probably a few miles uh, away. Not necessarily related, but possible. Okay. You rule it out, out of hand. Was there anyone in a costume at this raid? Like a bug costume? No. Um. Men and women. Um, and uh, the uh, the woman. Um, uh, her real name um, is uh, Andrea Pentagon, and her assumed name is Myra Smith. What was the first name? Uh, Andrea Pentagon, like Pentagon, but with an R. Oh, okay. And her assumed name is Maya. Uh, Myra, Myra Smith. Myra Angelou. Myra Smith. She knows how the cage breaks things. Moira Smith? Moira. M-Y-R-A. Otherwise, Moira could supply us about Crater on the side. No. She could help no. us survive. We give her a call. In the wasteland. Um, not Boston. here at the police station. We're gonna have to... Oh, wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while since I played that game, yes. <laughs> I haven't played the game, so I don't know what you're talking about, I think. Good. We're not talking about it. We don't have the copyright. <laughs> and we're playing this game anyways, so. Okay. Um, right. Uh, I guess you head off to um, Joseph's house to make the call, or any other place. Why not? Wait, maybe not. Maybe like, uh, were we going to the library? No, we're not going to the library anymore. We crossed that off. So yeah, we, Joseph's we, house. We basically say, hey, remember your boss? She does freaky things with her eyes. Can you maybe give us a tip on how to keep that from happening to us? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say we 
realize that they're things that maybe the police wouldn't believe. And she'll be like, no, I don't want to talk about any of it. No, it's too dangerous. No, go to this place at this time. Yeah. Use fire to kill the dolls. <laughs> Use smoke to kill the Dodongos. Did I not mention? There's Dodongos. Mm-hmm. And then get the Master Sword. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, yeah. Uh, sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, uh, while they're doing that, I guess I'll be pipe bombing it up. Okay, uh, give me a pipe bomb roll, and then I guess we're going to do the uh, the phone call. So, uh, just uh, I'm just going to have to very quickly go over this uh, information in my head. Just give me a I pass a pipe bomb roll. I added one pipe bomb to my inventory. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess we'll have to figure out how long it takes to make a pipe bomb, because I want to have a couple, like six or so, before we go to the mansion. If okay. I have time to make that many. Uh, give me another pipe bomb roll, and we are going to do the phone call now. Uh, ring, ring, and... Oh, I got a two. I make a sweet pipe bomb. Um, I'm going to say that's, uh, that's two more pipe bombs. Um, okay, uh, yeah, uh, uh, hello? Um, who's calling? This is, uh... Well, I don't know, should we give her, should I give my real name? What if this comes back to me? I'm not supposed to tell me who told me. I can give her my real name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. What if I hand the phone to you? Alright. Because then you're not related to the police, and you're not... Nobody can have told you if you're an investigator. You did it on your own. Hello, ma'am. This is Martin Dagnew. I'm a paranormal investigator. Hi. Is this Myra Smith? Yes. Uh, why, why are you calling me um, for? Uh, I, I, um, I don't have anything uh, uh, to say to you. Well, I understand that, Mrs. Smith. But I under... But... I am in need of your help, and I won't involve you any more than I have to, but I feel we have a mutual acquaintance. Would you know anyone by the name of Josephine? Uh, uh, no. Uh, no. Um, I understand. Of course you don't. I, I... Just... I understand that. I am simply saying, however, a friend of mine was once, was just trying to keep someone who may or may not have had that name incarcerated after she was discovered performing heinous murders and after we retrieved a certain dangerous artifact from her. Now we kept that out of her hands, but she managed to escape and she did it and knocking a man cold unconscious. Now, I was wondering if a fine, upstanding person like yourself might know of any protective measures people could take who were seeking to take this mutual friend out of the picture for good. She, she, she escaped. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to go. Um, I have. Um, I have an appointment. Um, Miss Smith, I am your best chance in this case. 
No one of them is more prepared than I am. But I could use a little bit more ammunition on my side, nevertheless. Uh, give me a... Give me a fast talk. Or a psychology, whichever one. You feel... Ooh, psychology for sure. And I passed. Um, it says eight, but the oh, I don't know what's going on. I think I thought you had points in psychology, right? Yeah, okay, eight, eight. Yeah, roll the eight. Yeah, I have I have forty five points in psychology. Oh, nice. Um. Oh, I have I have thirty nine points in psychology. Whatever. I was actually looking at Jackson Alliance. Wait, I have 45 points in a while. Yeah. Wait, Jackson Elias. Sorry, Eli, Eli Jackson. We have. Wait a second. That was just, this isn't Wait math. a second. Not, I'm not going West. God damn it. That's <laughs> pass for psychology. I, uh, alright. I'll, I'll tell you what I know, but, um, I, uh, this has to be the only time that we talk because, uh, clearly I'm gonna have to leave town. Wouldn't have it any other way. Um, what would you like to know? Is there any kind of equipment we can use to prevent the sort of power that she used to knock my friend unconscious while she was in her jail cell? Um, I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, me and Josephine, uh, we go way back. We've, we've been friends for a few years. Um, we were friends uh, back in uh, college. We were friends before then. Um, uh, well, we even shared an apartment together. Um, you know, we we both, uh, you know, we both um, uh, had an interest uh, in, in the occult. Um, you know, uh, it was just a bit of fun. This um, was when she was in school? Yeah, um, back in, back in Boston University. Um, and, you know, we were both, uh, we both like, like our fun. Um, we went to, um, uh, we went to a, a, a speakeasy, um, the sales club. Um, uh, that's where we met Zeke. Um, you know, uh, we started, started going to parties, uh, just, you know, just having, having fun. Um, well, you know, we had, had a few competitions, you know, just, just, uh, between the two of us trying to, um, trying to get with as many, many, many men as possible. Um, uh, Korea. He was uh, he was uh, into that kind of thing. Um, you know, he, he he had quite an appetite. Um, he used to um, he used to at the start of the orgies he'd uh, kill chickens uh, with a with a knife and he poured the blood over this this stone. Um, he always. He always carried the stone around with him. Um, always? 
Yeah, um, he seemed, uh, he was, he was uh, pretty fond of uh, Josephine. Um, you know, they started uh, seeing each other, um, not just at the parties, but just um, in general. Then uh, suddenly he uh, he stopped, um, he stopped being around, and uh, Josephine said that um, she wanted to start her own club. Um, uh, well, um, I I I I said said no, um, and then. Um, she eventually convinced me to come along and give it a try. Um, well, we met um, with a couple of the people from uh, Creators Old Group. Um, There's a supported area, uh, woods, further woods. Um, and then, uh, well, it was it was it was shocking. Um, she she murdered. Uh, one of the one of the, the old court members and uh, poured his blood over the same stone the creator had. Um, I, I, that, this is when I I, uh, I moved out of the apartment after that and um, uh, quit the group immediately. Um, 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 yeah. So. Do you think Josephine stole the stone from Zeke? Uh, also, you can give me a psychology roll. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she must have must have stole the stole the stone. All right. That must have been what she was after. Didn't have any luck with the psychology. Okay. All right. But could she do anything? Did you ever witness her doing anything anything aside from pouring blood over the stone? Like what happened when they did when that was performed? Well, that was uh then that was you know the start of the sex times. Um, you know, it was just, it was, you know, it was, it, I thought it was a bit, I thought it was a bit much. Um, I, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't in on, in, into that, that's why, that's why I quit. Um, I didn't, um, didn't, I wanted no part in that. So did you ever actually witness her doing any supernatural deeds? Uh, well, she's she's crazy. Um, she well, yes, but a crazy person who can murder people with a knife to start off an orgy doesn't seem the kind of thing that'll make you leave town on mention of her name. I think you've seen things that she I've stabbed, seen as She well. stabs people in the throat and then bites the face off. I think that's 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 pretty much something that. It's gonna make you want to leave rather than see her again. You know, I took an oath uh, when I started at the Southern Night, um, and uh, what was the oath? It was to die for the Southern Night rather than ever betray it. I remember, you know, at the time it was just, you know, it was, it was thrilling. It was like saying something like that and being with a group of people who 
believed in the same things that I did. But, you know, now I'm afraid of, of what that means, and um, I think that they're going to make me die. Did, did she ever express any concern about something that might ruin the festivities? Did she ever tell people to watch out for anything, or make sure not to bring anything, or tell certain people? No, um, she just seemed like a different person after, like, as in, she, I don't know, as in, like, especially after she got the stone, she was more focused, and, and, but, uh, I don't know, I should have seen, but I, it's just, I was so caught up in it, like, as in, everything was just happening, and I was just going with it, and I didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean for anything, but, um, well, Did you ever see Zeke after he stopped throwing his parties? Mm, well, no, I haven't. I haven't been to the. I haven't been back to the sailors' club since uh, since I uh, stopped uh, going. Um, well, since Josephine stopped, and since uh, since then, I haven't wanted to go back. Well, at this point, you aren't able to anyway. So, you never felt affected by the stone at all, and you never saw her perform any kind of supernatural acts that would allow her to knock a man unconscious, to escape from a lock cell. No, I, 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 I didn't see anything like that. Just, Did just... she take? Did she take any special precautions? Did she have a book she read from? Or can you tell me anything that might help me fight this woman? Or well, for that matter, whoever has the stone. I, 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 I I'm sorry. I, I can't help. I just think uh, she's she's insane, and I I see that now, and. Um, uh, Zeke's probably not too happy with either of us. Um, I, think, I think Zeke is pretty well insane at this point, too, man. Well, um, if that if that's true, then uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably better probably better go. Um, yes, you had better. Thank you for the information. Uh, Good luck. Thank you for letting me know that she is out and in town. In so town. Quickly. Good, goodbye. I'll hang up the phone. Goodbye, farewell, adieu, adieu, adieu. <sighs> huh. Well, that wasn't much. That's confirmation that. Zeke did have the stone before, and Josephine did steal it. I think she's full of it when she's talking about the stone being her birthright, though, because it sounds like she just got seduced by it, and then stole it, and then went nuts. It also sounds like she's... I think she got whatever she power she has from the stone, which I guess means Zeke probably has them, too. 
Although, uh, her family did have a history of spooky business, right? They did? I think the Garcettis were always not quite right. No, um, there was something about one of the Garcettis went insane and killed uh, the rest of them one time. And I think there was something else, right? Uh, uh, um, They built their house on a area that the natives thought was spooky business and avoided. Yeah. Still. The stone was definitely the turning point. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was the original owner um, uh, of the house um, that uh, killed his family, and then after that, everyone's been fine in the family. Except for okay. Uh, that was Martin Gasset, who built the house. Well, I guess this means the stone's sort of functioning different from how it was, too, because it used to trigger orgies, and now it triggers murder yeah. orgies. Although... There's also the kidnappings. Oh, the kidnappings probably... You were, that's actually probably the only thing we've really learned. It the seems like the trigger of the stone is pouring blood over it. Yeah, I'm saying that the kidnappings may be the fuel. There may still be orgies happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's true. What are we waiting for, gentlemen? Yeah. <laughs> South was into that. Well, no, I, I do have to throw in my voice here now. Well, since we don't seem to have gained any useful information on preventing this sort of magical treachery, well... And that is what I'm, we wanted. I'm less worried about the fact that she can put people to sleep and the fact, than the fact that she has a pipe bomb. What? Oh, Listen, God. pipe bombs are just... <laughs> everything's just lousy with pipe Damn bombs it. these days. Well, I guess if she blows herself up with a pipe bomb, that's nice. And we can take comfort in the fact that she'll probably use it on Zeke rather than on us. She probably ate it. She probably ate <laughs> Because it's she magically crazy. delicious. <laughs> well... Yes, I guess our best protection is shooting her in the face. Our best protection is to move quickly rather than less quickly. Or, but she She currently was now in possession of the stone and was able to knock my men and me out. Either that or control you to open the cell. We still don't know how she got out. Well, regardless, the power that she used was independent of the stone, and I would like to, for one, well, get the stone before she does. If the Zeke does it, it's probably secure in his manse to the north. Yeah. Although, waste no time. He's something a crack team of investigators. Zeke might also be a wizard. If anything else, he's a uh, strong, uh, stronger than a man, bug man, and uh, he has a lot of gangsters. So I don't know. Like she's just one person. She may be a wizard, but. It may be easier to take on one wizard to get the stone than a mansion full of gangsters and a spooky yeah. bug. What if, what if, what if we just camp out around the mansion, wait for her to try and kill him, and then go in then? Well, that was the, that, that was basically the original plan. What do you think, Jackson? 
I don't know if I can rightfully advise the law enforcement officials of the state of Massachusetts to stand by and do nothing at this time when we could be preventing further bloodshed. As we know, that's true. Innocents may be getting their throats cut in preparation for this great big showdown. I mean, I saved as a, as a point for the good guys. Well, at any rate, we should stake the place out as much as we can, further, in addition to anything else we do. Further, it is easier for a known criminal like a traitor to uh, have the full force of the law brought against him instead of some one crazy girl with crackpot theories about magical powers. Well, unless she actually kills someone, whereas Crater has some of the police force bought. Well, hopefully he doesn't have mustache Tom and Butterfly Mark. No, Butterfly has a strange Ooh. connection to bugs. Oh yeah, those guys. Maybe Mark will drive the great big pin through the creature's heart. <laughs> Added to his collection. Well. Hey, well, before we go, in any case, we should have something to carry the stone in. Like a sack. Or a box. That's easy to get. Let's go buy sacks. Let's go to sacks. <laughs> and give, then let's go sack a bug. You can go do that. I have to make more pipe bombs and maybe a Molotov. <laughs> Just to uh, top it off. Well, I, I figure like if I try to blow up the corners and the mansion doesn't collapse, then I'll just set the building on fire. <laughs> Someone's <sighs> got to do it. Um, <laughs> Alright, how are you going to be carrying more than a few pipe bombs at a time? Like, are you going to have them in a bag or what? I can take some of the tools out of my toolbox and stash them in there. Okay. Uh, give me another pipe bomb roll, and, um, yeah, you buy a Hessian sack, I guess, or whatever, or... Uh, 34, oh yeah, pipe bomb's 35, that's another success. Okay, that's, uh, that's all the pipe bombs I'm gonna allow you to have, it's four. Four? That's, okay, I just hope the buildings are rectangles, so I can still get all the corners. I hope there's not, like, multiple sections. Hmm. Okay. Uh, can I have one Molotov? Uh, yeah, okay. I'll also allow one Molotov. That's a harder roll. It's a 30, but I got a 32. Aww. Sorry. You wound up drinking it instead. What are you talking about? He successfully made four pipe bombs, but he failed to make a Molotov. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, um... Everybody else's plan? Everybody okay with what's happened so far? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I guess if I don't have a Molotov, I'll just carry uh, the can of gas from the car and start splashing it around before I set off the pipe bombs. Okay. I guess if we have time, we can go talk to the kidnapper, to the kidnapping victims. It's up to you. Yeah. The parents and family or whatever. Although, How long does it take to get a police raid together? Um, a lot of paperwork and evidence, I'm guessing. And yeah, also, you don't really have any evidence so much. And also, he may own people on the force. Yeah. As in, like, what's, you've got no evidence at all to link 
we're investigating his place on because Zeke was a known associate with Josephine Garcetti, who is an escaped convict, we have reason to believe has fled up to Boston. Yeah, but that's just two people. That's not really enough for, like, a raid. Well, no, it's it's not a raid. It's it's just three oh, police you want, officers. You want a warrant to investigate the premises? That That's basically what I'm going for here, is that oh. three armed officers are going to go in and look around in a way that doesn't just, like, we don't just get shot and nobody ever hears from us again. Now that yeah. I think about it, raid may be the, a raid may be the best way to deal with Zeke, so maybe we should go to the hardware store and pick up a can. Uh-huh. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Actually, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'll do that. Keep it in my, uh, keep it in my coat pocket. Spray. Okay, um, but yeah, you, you get a warrant to investigate the premises. Um, yeah, and uh, I just want to bring uh, Butterfly Mark and Mustache Tom with us. Trained officers of the law to represent the state of uh, Massachusetts state in this matter. Okay. I'll come in the car and... Oh, wait, I guess we'll be going in the middle of the day. I don't want to be planting bombs. <laughs> Waiting uh, in the car in the secluded mansion's driveway. <laughs> you come back. Where's Joseph Channel? I don't know. Didn't have cuffs on him, so he could have gone anywhere. <laughs> uh, well, um, I guess I'll come and... I haven't planned any disguise, so... <laughs> I'll come and I'll I'll get out of the car before you get to the mansion, and I'll maybe just scope out the area from a distance. I'll bring my binoculars, and I'll just look at the building and think about how I want to blow it up. Well, we do have police uniforms. The two yeah, of you. But maybe a fake mustache. How's that? How's Joseph Channel already has a giant beard. Well, how about a fake mustache on top of that? His mustache is red. I didn't know Joseph Channel had a gigantic beard. I didn't either. I think I added the last minute. I was like, oh, and he has a beard. That works. <laughs> he's he's like a really. Uh, that was why his appearance is only six, is because he's just he's always wearing like a really dirty, I guess greasy for no particular reason because it's an electrician, but like a electrician's overalls, and uh-huh. he has like a giant unkept beard. <laughs> I like this guy being our demolitions expert. Also, he look, he sounds like he would be at home wandering around the woods peering through binoculars. And you know what? It's easier to explain the presence of a licensed private investigator than it is to explain the presence of an electrician. So maybe well, you can take a separate car. My other idea is that I just like someone shoots his transformer and then I get him to hire me to look at it. <laughs> Seems the generator broke power. down, I say, shooting it. Shame <laughs> about that. Uh, the only thing is, like, I have no way, like, we could cut his power, but there's no reason for him to hire me specifically. I can't just be like, oh, I was in the area. <laughs> I was wandering by the seaside with all my tools. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a reputable ho- motel. I'm a reputable hotel electric repairman. <laughs> Great I can install a doorbell. I've offered to do that before. I'm too busy to keep my beard trimmed. You're not to hire me. Uh, 
I'll be in the car trimming my beard with like wire cutters. <laughs> All your beard hairs are wire thickness, so that's <laughs> it's a very wiry beard. <clears throat> or he hires somebody, you knock them out and come in their place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, or maybe I could just convince them to subcontract to me. Or them. Underbid. No, I'll just be in the forest with binoculars scoping out the place. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'll have, I'll have brought the pipe bombs in my giant axe just in case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the son of Sam. The crazy person wandering around the outskirts of the city with an axe. And her <laughs> 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 old butterfly Dave doesn't look into the woods when he's around. Anyway. Excuse me, excuse me. Butterfly. <laughs> Sorry. Mark and Thomas. <laughs> they are our allies on this case. Okay. Alright, so the the investigation party is you, is it me? Yes, it's you, and it's me, and it's Mark, and it's Thomas. Okay. okay. Um, by the way, uh, who among you, as in like, you, you're arriving up at the mansion now, right? Yep, in two cars. You gotta yeah. think well, to cover his, uh, for uh, Martin to cover his facial prosthetic. And a different facial prosthetic. Okay, um, those of you who have uh, been to the Keelan's residence and seen the paintings, uh, which I think is Martin and maybe Joseph? I saw them, yeah, and I was guessing this was going to be... Wait, didn't we... I feel like we... No, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I didn't see this coming back. I, I know what we're talking about now. Yeah. Well, I remember previously we had learned, like, uh, before we went to, uh, before we left to go after, like, go back to, uh, Josephine's parents' house, the other option we had was to look for the mansion, because we knew the painting was of a mansion, and we knew that, uh, Zeke lived in a mansion that had come up. Uh-oh. I can't remember, but we may have actually put together that the painting was of his mansion, or we were expecting it to be. Readers, Pastor use your memory. It was only 12 hours ago listening time that you heard that back. <laughs> like five months. Probably less, like four months. Mm-hmm. Um, the right, pen, so the painting was entitled The Watching, I think. Okay. Jet, it is the, this is the house from The Watching. The painting. Jackson's going to be, oh wait, no, Jackson Channel's going to be watching the house. <laughs> um, if, if, you, if you remember, I don't know if it happened to any of you, but... Um, Butterfly Mark, I don't know who he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Sorry, what were you saying, Keep Your Will? Um, I don't know if as in any of you, specific, as in any of the people that saw the painting specifically saw this, but um, I think Aaron did, so he might have told the rest of you. Um, that uh, the painting seemed to change uh, to uh, like from lights to strange sort of uh, watching eyes, uh, like hundreds of eyes um, from all was the that, windows. Was that the painting Aaron saw himself in? Uh, no, that was the one that was of the dweller in the void. Uh, oh, the, that one. I know I, I lost two sanity. I'm pretty sure I lost sanity at to one of the paintings. So 
I saw the spookiness of one of the paintings. I'm not sure which one it was. I'm, I'm not sure either. I know I passed my patrol, so it wasn't seen my own face. It could have been the mansion. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Everybody cool with uh, this? And uh, yeah, uh, everybody's uh, walking up to the mansion except for Joseph, who is in the car with binoculars, possibly. <laughs> or wandering around in the woods. Or wandering around in the woods, whichever one you would like. Oh, I guess if it's is um, the mansion on a hill or is it? On like flat ground, like if I wandered into the woods, um, but the I mansion, the mansion. Uh, sorry, I was just going to describe actually as you arrive up to the mansion. Um, uh, it's uh, sort of uh, it's there's a hill uh, overlooking the sea. Um, it's quite um, quite a quiet area. Um, this it's late at night now. The weather's kind of uh, windy. Um, there is uh, uh, the sea's kind of uh, roaring a little bit so that's providing most of the noise uh, because of the wind um, the uh, the grounds uh, for the mansion that uh, have been left unattended for some time the hedges and gardens uh, are overrun uh, thick dark vines climb the outside of the house which is crumbling uh, it's a two story house um, and um, I guess as you approach, uh, you can see that uh, one of the windows, um, well, one of the rooms uh, on the uh, second floor uh, has its windows boarded up. Okay, so it's it's only two floors. It's not like a really big mansion, right? Um, no, it's just a two two story house. Uh, okay, so it's. Okay, it's more of a house than a mansion. I guess four pythons is enough. But I'll, try and memorize, I'll try and memorize where in the building the room with the boarded up window is. I'm going to point it out to Mark and Thomas and imply that if maybe they're keeping anybody, any of these kidnapped victims inside, they, we should try and find that boarded up room and see what's in there. Um, the, there's a front door at the front of the house. Um, I'm gonna stay. Are, in, I'm gonna stay in back of the uh, the investigative group. And I'll just uh, there's three windows you can see on the uh, um, the from from the front of the house. There's three windows on the uh, second floor. Uh, three windows on the first floor. Um, two of the windows upstairs are boarded up. Um, that are close together. And um, no other windows uh, apart from that. Um, there's a heavy uh, front door and uh, two windows on either side of that. So actually, I guess there's only two windows downstairs. Three windows upstairs. Martin, do you want to bring the shotgun? Is that according looking, to protocol? We're looking for a fugitive. If you, if it's legal, then yeah. I'll bring one of the shotguns that isn't recognizable as mine. So you could bring one of the police shotguns. Sure. You know, when you go for the shotguns, you either get a competition or you end up dead. <laughs> when you go for the shotguns, you realize you could have done that in every single mission so far, and you just didn't know that it was a game mechanic. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Team Bondi. 
his standard. He made a great game. Is uh is that acceptable? Can he bring up the rear with a long gun on his shoulder? Yeah, that's fine. Uh the rest of you, um Oh, um for the purpose of this, uh Steven, do you wanna play as either Mark or Thomas? I could play the one with the mustache. Uh that is Thomas, I think. Okay. Mustache Thomas and Butterfly Mark. Butterfly Mark. Uh what's uh, Thomas's deal? Anything in particular? Mustache. Does he have like a gun on him? Uh you can have a revolver. Okay. Uh, also, he's a member of the Sylvan Knight. Oh, what sort of mustache? A black hand. Uh, he's got the stereotypical cop mustache. Um, okay. Aviators. Yeah. Can I be wearing aviators? Yes. You're wearing a hat pulled over your eyes, sunglasses. A yeah, you borrow you borrow Thomas's aviator stuff. <laughs> Which which do you think is better, wearing a different half prosthetic, a full prosthetic, or no prosthetic? I would say a different half prosthetic, but heavily obscured by beard, hat, and sunglasses. I think no prosthetic. Maybe no prosthetic, but they'd still know what one half of your face had looked like before. What if you wore a prosthetic? But on the good side. If you think this is bad, you should see the other side. I guess I could try for that. But then wouldn't you be blind? Well, no, it's not an eye-blocking prosthetic. I don't... Oh, whatever, I'll just take it off. It'd probably get in the way anyway. That means I can't bring my face face whiskey. Yeah. I guess the other thing is you could have just, like, wrapped bandages around your whole face. And then, like, oh, I just was recently injured. Yeah, I think I'll go with that. That it's a recent injury. And just be like, oh, well, uh, we're so busy right now with all the mysterious murders and kidnappings that uh, you weren't able to take too much time off to heal. Okay, so you are... You have your head wrapped up with bandages and you're wearing a cop uniform? And Uh, wearing a police shotgun? I'm going to say that this was what, like, Mark and Thomas came up, Mark, Thomas, and Eli came up with, and I was a little bit too out of ideas myself to protest. Because I like the idea of a man sullenly having his head wrapped up in bandages <laughs> by cops. I was going to say, not, not totally wrapped up. I know, I know. Just like, Just like some bandages as if to cover the worst of it. Cover like the left half of your face, like a, like a diagonal, sort of like an eye yeah, diagonal. Yeah, Sort of like Colonel Glass in the webcomic Spinneret. Go to <laughs> www.spinniverse.com to keep up. This is not... This episode is sponsored by Spinneret. <laughs> <laughs> not actually sponsored. It's not sponsored, but it's a good webcomic. And it's literally the only example I know of of a dude who has half of his face covered in bandages. What about my MSPA? Did you have a guy whose half his face was covered in bandages? Uh, yeah, the guy whose full face was in one of the things. Yeah, that's his whole face, though. And I was always confused about that. Listen, sometimes things happen. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes things happen. Okay. This, this, this episode is sponsored by Spinnerets.com. 
backslash equals question mark dash dash. <laughs> dash dash. Thread number slash dash. No. no, no back no. to the back to the present. Um. Yeah. Uh, you're standing in front of the uh the house. Um. Yeah. The bar of you. Um. Who's at the front? Uh. Who's uh, Mustache Thomas bravely takes the lead. That's what I was going to suggest, that a armed representative of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts take the forefront. Okay. Also, um, coincidentally, Stephen, uh, Mustache Thomas shares most of your current characters. <laughs> <laughs> so he just points in chemistry and pipe bomb. And like, um, no, uh, take the points from... Uh, do you have points in handgun? No, I only had points in X. Okay, uh, take, uh, the points from, uh, if you have five points in X, uh, then put that in handgun instead. I do, so, okay. That's probably the only roll I have to make. That's good. Pipe bomb points and put it into, instead of craft pipe bomb, craft machismo. (laughs) Or just credit rating, be a tough guy. (laughs) Be a tough guy. You need to roll for dad at some point. Yeah, you still haven't rolled for dad. Only fifteen points in it, okay. <laughs> but you could get, you could improve. That's no, fine. I'll, That's, I'll, just, I'll just use. There's like, a, aren't there example character sheets in the back? And there's one for generic cop. Uh, if there is, then you can use that. Uh, it's fucker up my book. Just use that. Make a roll for dad. It's either cop or My name's actually Mark. You like that guy from Lost? Named himself after the dude who killed his whatever. I like that guy from the Amityville Horror. Who moves into the house and then kills his family. Oh, I guess. It's a situation. Are you like that guy from Shutter Island who's like, I killed my whole family, but I'm chasing the killer? You mean O.J. Simpson? Boom! <laughs> oh, snap! Topical! <laughs> Go read about that at www.google.com/search/oj Simpson. This episode brought to you by Google, I guess. <laughs> this episode brought to you by OJ Simpson. <laughs> He's stuck there, though, it's better. Allegedly, allegedly. Alleg- this episode allegedly brought to you by OJ Simpson. Oh my god. <laughs> this all has happened in between, like, raising the finger to press the doorbell and pressing the doorbell. Yeah. We all suddenly... There's a buzzing going through all of um, our heads. There, there, isn't a, uh, there isn't a doorbell. I should say that. Um, really. Oh, well, that's why. We're stuck, <laughs> in, a, we're stuck <laughs> in an endless action. I guess, I guess we just knock. We raise the heavy doorbell knocker with Jacob Marley's face on it. <laughs> I think I'm really afraid we're all going to die in the south, so I'm very hesitant. Okay, uh, are you going to not? Yeah, you knock the door. Um, mustache loud... Joseph taking the lead and knocks on the door. Tom, mustache Tom. Sorry, mustache Tom. He's chewing on the corner of his mustache that droops down into his mouth. Yeah, there's a loud, um, there's a loud heavy knocking uh, that echoes into the house, um, but you, uh, you get no response. Uh, okay, he rolls for law to say all the things he has to say before um, he actually, the door down uh, Actually, uh, as you uh, knock on the door, 
Um, the door creeps open a little bit. Hmm. Okay, I guess he swings it open more. Mark, Mark, rolls from Adesales to think this he has to illegally enter. Martin Dagnew is going to think to himself, this is just great. And uh, he takes a step in, looks around. Um, yeah, the uh, the door creaks uh, very loudly um, as you enter into the dark uh, room. The uh, well, the the house is uh, is uh, there's no light on basically. Um, the front of the house, uh, from that you can see, is in worse condition than the outside. Uh, it is um, furniture is overturned and smashed. Uh, paintings have been ripped. Um, curtains have been torn and stained. Um, the yeah, give me a spoiler roll, I guess. Okay. Oh, 74. I do not think that is a pass. You like pass. Let me see if I fail. I rolled for you, but you don't have to use that 96. That's fine. Because I rolled a 7 before you completed that sentence, so... Yay! Yes. I, I, I passed. Okay, um, those who passed then, uh, this is what you can see, that the, uh, as you, uh, enter into the um, front of the house. Um, it's kind of like an opening uh, foyer a bit, and then further back there's uh, stairs leading up um, on the left and uh, on the right. Um, there's a, a little uh, small door. Uh, Wait, leads, what about a small door? Uh, there's a small door that leads under the stairs. Um, there's also doors uh, to the left and to the right. Uh, of the uh, the hallway, and uh, immediately to your left as you enter, you can see uh, the large um, the large black cape um, that Crater uh, was wearing. Oh, it's just hanging, or it's lying? Uh, it's it hung up on a cut on a cut. All right. <laughs> well, I'll search the cape. Does it look like anything's? Is it, is it wired up to anything? I'm gonna draw my revolver. It's just hanging on the, uh, on the coat hook. Uh, the cape is a cape, so it's in our pockets or anything. It's just, uh, a voluminous black cape. Okay. Okay. I guess, uh, a mustached man whose name I can't seem to remember. Thomas! Thomas? Mustache Thomas uh, looks through like the next hallway or doorway into the next area. Um, there are stairs. There are stairs leading up. Uh, there are stairs leading up. There's a door, a small door on the side of the stairs, and there's um, uh, rooms to the left and right. I guess he goes to the right. I will follow. I'm gonna Thomas. Go, I'm gonna grab uh, Butterfly Mark, and we're gonna go to the left. Okay. Um, we'll go with the one to the right first. Um, you enter. Um, there's another flimsy door. Um, it leads to um, a room uh, that has uh, a few windows um, that are quite dirty. Okay. 
Um, and it also, like, there's a, a door frame uh, with no door uh, on the hinges um, uh, that leads to the left from this room. Uh, but uh, there's also um, a collapsed uh, at one end. Uh, there's a long wooden table. Uh, it's collapsed at one end, so the legs are gone from it. Hmm. Um, there are frames without paintings uh, hanging crookedly on the walls. Um, as for uh, Mark and uh, Eli, uh, you enter into um, a small uh, a small room uh, with a, a door to the right. Um, the door to the right is uh, shut uh, with a large padlock, um, and uh, hat. I don't know what that is, but it's, it's gone. Um, is there anything the, in the room? The room that you're in currently is uh, pretty much empty. It's uh, just dirty and it's uh, got a few uh, scratch marks on the floor. Um, but that's, that seems to be about it. Uh, can we break open that padlock? Uh, and in my room, uh, is there anything in the frames? Um, As in, like, hidden? Mustache Thomas will bravely go into the next room down. Oh, oh shoot, down. I'll follow him. <laughs> oh, no, no, Thomas Thomas wants to go off on his own. Uh, give, his me own a man. Man. give me yeah. a spot hidden. And, um, uh, Thomas, uh, you, um, you are instantly assailed as you uh, go through uh, <laughs> with uh, a strange, uh, a terrible smell. Oh, it's just um, a smell. I yeah. thought I was going to get killed. Uh, it's, uh, there's uh, rotten food uh, scattered around and also something else that's um, squishy and squatches uh, under your feet. and can't quite 100% make out what it is, but it smells bad. Um, there is uh, a small door uh, which presumably leads to outside, and there is uh, uh, this uh, this room goes like in, in an L shape, and uh, further to the left, uh, around the corner, uh, there's another uh, door uh, towards the end of the kitchen. Okay, well, all Tom is going to do then is rush and open the back door and go out to get some fresh air. I'll follow him. Okay. Is it more visible once the door to the outside is open? Uh, yeah, once the door is open, there's a bit more light in the room. Is it, like, human body parts that we were stepping on in addition to the food? No, it seems, uh, it seems kind of weird in that it's sort of like a kind of a black and white, um, kind of a black and white mulch. Can Tom roll for a forensics? Um, no. Yeah, uh, I guess. Give me a... Uh, I got a 31, which is a pass. By the way, I couldn't find the cop sheet I thought I had, but I found stats for Elliot Ness. So... <laughs> so I had a forensic of 45, and I got a 31. 
Okay. Can I roll a cult on this? Uh, yeah, you can give me an occult roll. Um, as for um, Eli uh, and Mark, um, yeah, it's going to be very loud if you try and force the door, or you can try a, a, a locksmith or a mechanical repair, depending. Um, does Mark have any stats? Um, does he have a locksmith of higher than 11? Because that's what I've got. No. He does not. Uh, I got a mechanical repair of 20. Does he have a mechanical repair of higher than 20? No, I just give me his base, so. Okay, I'll, I'll try and mechanical repair it. Yeah, Mark used all of his, Mark dumped all of his stats into both my collection. Um, Fair enough. You never know, but it will uh, come in handy. I failed. Okay, so would you like to try and uh, bash the door down then, I guess? Yeah, well, I was thinking... Or force the lock, or whatever. Or... Yeah, if we can find something to, like, lever open the lock. If you wanted to signal uh, Joseph Channel to come in, he has mechanical repair and a toolbox. Uh, oh, that's a. I think about that. If we had a signal for like Joseph to come help us, you could just I think wait. The signal is just somebody walking outside and going, "Hey, Joe!" <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, what you doing? He's just like skulking in the very edge of the tree line. Okay. What do you want? He's got like a big paper cut out of a bush in front of him. <laughs> Perfectly. Um. <laughs> I would. I have in my head an image of somebody hitting like the base of the lock with a shotgun from above, like the butt of a shotgun, and the lock pops open. But um, you can try that if you would like. Uh, let's just knock the door down. Uh, what's <laughs> your strength? My strength is unbeatable. It's it's eighteen. It's ten. Oh. <laughs> you have a strength of ten and. I'll say, that, I'll say that um, Mark also has a strength of 10. Okay. Uh, so you can combined, swing a butterfly catching net, but not much else. Combined strength of 20. Uh, give, me, uh, give me a roll, I guess. Four. Oh, congratulations then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's incredibly loud. Um uh, because uh, obviously of the uh, metal equipment uh, that scrapes very loudly um, it's uh, as in obviously uh, anyone um, give me a listen roll pass um, I got a 7 so I'm sure Elliot Ness can hear that Elliot Ness yeah, everyone, uh, everyone can hear uh, that reverberating around uh, the house. Um, you also think, um, on top of that, you might be able to hear uh, some movement from upstairs while um, while that sound happens. But um, yeah, as for um, uh, oh wait, should Joseph was also rolled? Yeah, I was, gonna, I was going to ask about Joseph uh, rolling this. Okay. Uh, Joseph rolled a two. Oh, so yeah, uh, Joseph, nice. you also, uh, you also hear, um, that, uh, loud 
flattering. Obviously, you don't hear anything else. But. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, like, Joseph was expecting this to be a big mansion swarming with goons, but if it's just, like, a crappy old house, I think he's just going to roll up and plant, uh, plant pipe bombs at all four corners right now. Okay. Like, if it doesn't look like there's any patrols that'll see him. That's why he was skulking in the forest originally. Uh, give me a spine roll, uh, Joseph, then. Uh, 81. Okay. It doesn't help that I didn't put any points on spot hidden. <laughs> you failed to see the dozen goons. <laughs> yeah. They were all also skulking in the forest. They were the trees. As soon as I put down my like cardboard cutout and come out of the bushes I was hiding in, they Dust put down like all the other bushes dropped. They were also cardboard hiding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I'd like to take grab Mark and like motion upstairs, and I'd like. Oh, to... uh, sorry. I was just gonna describe quickly uh, the contents of the room. Sure. Uh, hey, uh, hang on, uh, this actually might, uh, be a significant event, so first of all, um, uh, Martin Dagnew and, uh, Mark, uh, you're outside, I guess, oh, no, wait, you, you came um. back in to, uh, to, um, look at the, uh, the stuff on the floor. Yeah, and I passed my occult rule for that. And Tom slash Elliot Ness passes his forensics. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Oh yeah, he is. He's Tom. Oh, Sorry, I forget. I forget who's who's with who. It's difficult. Um. Yeah, Thomas. Uh, you. Uh, you uh, believe that it could possibly be some kind of uh animal, uh animal fecal matter, but uh, you can't. That's like a lot of shit. Um. Martin Dagnu, uh, you, uh, think that there's something strange about it, uh, but, like, then, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's also, like, then, some sort of, uh, some sort of, uh, crap. Alright, so something eats here and craps here. That's not good. Yeah. Um, Eli and Mark, then. Uh, having uh, flashed open uh, the door and then uh, raising your uh, flashlights, I'm assuming you've got flashlights with you. Yes. Um, you can see this room uh, then opens up, the room that you've opened up uh, here, uh, then uh, leads to another uh, room with uh, without a door frame. Um, the room that is uh, immediately closest to you is... Um, Sort of a blank, uh, blank space like the uh, the room where you were before, but it has uh, manacles uh, attached to the walls on either side, uh, where um, you can see that there is um, uh, like uh, tiny specks of blood um, sort of uh, on the manacles. Um, further than that, though. Uh, you can see that there is um, uh, the windows in the room uh, further behind are boarded over, uh, but haphazardly. So there's uh, many gaps, and uh, 
there's a few like beams of uh, moonlight that are uh, coming into the room and with your um, with your flashlight you can see there is something um, something sort of curled up um, on the floor there um, you can uh, give me a spot hidden if you like I would like it's the tiniest agent I failed <laughs> Just don't either. Uh, if you keep referencing it, that means we have to leave the whole Matrix riff at the start. Oh man. <laughs> no, we'll just. I'll reference it throughout the episode. They'll hear this bit, and then we'll include the Matrix riff at the end. Fine, that works. That's how we've been doing it the last couple episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you can see that it's something that's moving, um, but. Um, you can't, uh, you can't really make out anything from here. Can Agent Mark see it? Uh, Agent Mark can see it, but he doesn't, um, doesn't really make out anything more than you do. Man, Agent Mark, your stats suck. Uh, I guess let's go over and prod it, and we'll be like, this is the police. We're here to hell. Hmm. Uh, okay, you walk over to it. Uh, you can see um, that as you get closer, it um, starts to stir. Um, it looks like... Uh, give me a sanity roll, I guess, actually. <sighs> yes. Fail. Okay. Um, and I will also roll now for... Uh, <coughs> Agent Mark. Oh, Agent Mark manages to keep it together. He's a good um, He's a strange sort of person. He's just smothering insects in the jars full of either. Told you he was crazy. He still seems a little bit shaken up, though. Uh, you lose two points of sanity. Um, Does that give me temporary insanity? I lost five points in however long this was. Wasn't a game hour. Oh, sorry. Damn it! Um, you won it. It what? made you go catatonic last time. Well, I'll do something more exciting this time. Okay. Uh, this uh, is uh, it's a it's a man. Uh, there's a man uh, who's uh, is a naked man. Uh, with kind of like uh, pale skin um, on the on the ground, um, but uh, the head um, the head is kind of like not quite right. It's very like smooth and uh, uh, like is it? But there are like bumps uh, bumps on the head. There's like kind of a lot of bumps on the head. Now that you come to think of it, and there's also uh, from his nose, um, kind of like there's like sort of uh, no, it's it's like um, sort of tusk-like things uh, just below the nose um, that like jut out and they kind of uh, they uh, they sort of snap together um, as. Uh, as uh, it, it, it uh, sort of stirs and starts to uh, 
wake up and the man um, sort of first of all opens his eyes and then um, continues to open his eyes um, and the, uh, there's little bumps uh, all, all over his head um, continue down uh, at the back of his neck as well uh, all small bulb like eyes yeah. Open up, opening up uh, to look at you. Um, there is also, um, it has, uh, as it as he wakes up, um, sort of his his back uh, creaks and uh, it was held up before and it was it was hard to tell because of the fact that he's sort of buried in kind of like a a hay-like substance. Uh, well, hay-like. Uh, material, um, and uh, he has uh, 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 wings uh, protruding from his back. Ah, uh, uh, Milky translucent tra- wings. Um, okay, uh, give me a handgun roll. Uh, I'm gonna shout to Mark to go get help. Is is there anything that uh, what is it? Uh, channel, Dagnu, or Mustache can do before the shot goes out? Like, do we have another action, or are we, is our next thing responding to the shot? Um, I guess, Because uh... the last thing we did was before the, no- the door got knocked down. Yeah, um, you can hear, um, you can hear them sort of moving around. Uh, after the door's got knocked down, you can hear them moving around towards the left uh, side of the house, the west side of the house. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what would you like to do? Well, I would like to check out the small room going off of the kitchen. Okay, um, that room uh, is also uh, locked uh, with uh, a padlock. Um, although you don't know that, and you can sort of, I guess, see that that is the room, uh, or here, based on their positioning, that's the room that the, uh, the other two have just gone into. So, oh! Oh, there's two doors so, into the same room? Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, it's, it's technically, it's two rooms in that, like I said, the, uh, the room where, um, Jackson and Mark are now. What would be the equivalent of an, uh, are the doors facing each other? Like I'm at one end of the room and he's at the other? Except behind the door. <clears throat> uh, it's hard to describe. Um, well, basically, like, it's like, uh, if you picture a square, right? Yeah. Um, you're at the top side of the square uh, facing left and they're at the left side of the square facing up and it's that corner is where the uh, the room is okay oh. at the left side of the square oh, facing the up. square is the whole house yeah and we're down in this room and we went up into it oh. you guys are in this room and you went you're gonna go that left way. so yeah. we're not facing each other we're we're perpendicular yeah oh. yeah I guess we can just say the, uh, 
Someone's beeper's going off. Uh, oh, we can so. we can say we open the door at the same time as the gunshot goes off. If what we want to do right now is bust the door open. Yeah, I guess I'll try and bust it open. Then Elliot Ness's strength of fifteen will assist. <laughs> I think it's mine. <laughs> I think no, by... Holy shit, Martin Dagger's strength of 15 will combo up with Elliot oh, I think the fact that I randomly chose Elliot Ness's stats for this... It's going to be pretty helpful. shoot this, this monster as many times as I legally can in one turn. There okay. are rules for multiple shots, right? I think it depends on the gun, but most uh, most handguns actually standard get multiple shots in one round. But that's because there's, uh, like, there's structures to a single round will have uh, multiple events take place in it, and we've never used those rules because they're kind of is this the one, is this the thing where, like, in this round, I would shoot, and then the other events would happen, and then I would make my other shots? Yeah, at, like, half decks. Yes, yeah, every half decks. Um, I just want to mash the trigger, though. Well, I'll just shoot him. Okay, um, as, uh, sorry, before that, though, uh, Joseph, you are planting the pipe bombs, I guess? Oh, yeah, yeah, because Joseph only started to walk towards the house when he heard the door breaking open. So, yeah, he'd have put, like, a pipe bomb at one corner and be walking towards the next by the time the gun came off, probably. Because he has to, like, track out a uh, fuse behind him. Uh, which, of... which corners are you going to? Uh, I guess it depends on where he was. Just pick a random corner, say I start there, and then I make my way around the house, say, clockwise. Okay, good. about to plant the uh, second. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take long. I just have to, like, kind of stick it in the earth at the corner of the house, but then I have to spool out uh, the, the fuse. And I yeah, guess I have to oh, okay. track how okay. long the fuse is. <laughs> Planting lit pipe bombs in the ground. This will go off Yeah. Know, 20 minutes. Five seconds, ten. <laughs> I've got, like, a little, uh, I've got a little garden uh, trawl or whatever. It's like I'm planting flowers. Scoop out a little bit of earth, tuck it in, and then pat it down over top. <laughs> water it. Yeah, water it. Turn it with gasoline in the car. No, okay. I'll just be sticking pipe bombs at corners of the house. And trying to keep the fuses all the same length. Okay. Um, no, no, never mind, I won't be trying that. It's not like a large house, I don't care. I don't care if like one goes off, then the next one, then the next one, then the last one can be a rolling explosion. Um, give me a... Uh, give me a... handgun roll then, uh, Eli. Am I close enough for impale? Uh, or you're close enough for double, uh, double high. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. So, my handgun is 50 and I rolled a 60. That's not... A fifth of a hundred. hundred? A fifth of a hundred would be twenty, I think. Oh, wait. Wait. 
you call the rule where you post enough where you double your... Skill? If you're within your decks in feet from the thing, then you double your skill, so your 50 will be 100, and then a fifth of that 100 would be 20. So if oh. you rolled under 20, you would get an impale. Okay, but did I hit the shot? My dex is 14. Uh, yeah, you, you hit the shot. Sweet, good enough. Um, give me, uh, you think there's 8 points of damage, right? Yes, 28. Okay. Well, this is going to be difficult. Um... This yeah. mapping is like a thousand health. So I'm trying to parse the different meanings of that phrase. You sure have a knack for like going into spooky situations and then just like <laughs> This is like those times when I'd play RPGs and I'd be like, This place looks intriguing. Oh shit, a climactic monster. And then twenty minutes later, oh here's the storyline that was <laughs> supposed to lead me to that place. Well I yeah. should find it and kill it. Uh, All the loot for me! Like, well, in Arcanum, I remember, in that game, I spent 20 minutes randomly wandering around a blasted wasteland because it was the hardest area in the game, and I just, like, it challenged. Oh, didn't you find the... Yeah, and I found the, the complete end-of-quest item by chance. And then later on, a guy was like, this will be difficult. You must go into the blasted waste to retrieve the endless magic and sh- entangler. And I said, oh, this? I've been wondering what this was. It looked important, so I picked it up when I was in the blasted waste. And he's like, holy shit. I'm guessing that's the opposite of what we're doing right now. We have none of the plot items, but we'll fight the final boss. Well, that's true. I didn't fight the final boss without the plot items. That, okay. that would have been impossible. Yeah. Well, good luck, everybody! <laughs> this, is, this isn't the final boss. The final boss is the stone. Or maybe it's yeah. just Seth when we give the stone to him and he turns into yeah. a world-eating dragon. Yeah, well, since whoever this is, if this actually is Crater or not, since they were like inside a room and the doors were locked from the outside. Yeah, and something's upstairs, yeah. which is what that room was. Well, what's upstairs could just be the hostages. <sighs> yeah, but the fact that the other room he stayed in was boarded up, too, makes me think he just doesn't like sunlight very much. That's true. Either way. Yeah, he's, a, he's a cockroach or whatever. Yeah. Whose turn is it, then? Um, it'll be difficult. We can go by dexterity. Although, um, give me. Uh, did you give me uh, how much damage you do on a one d eight? Oh no, you said this will be difficult, and then I thought you were doing something. So no, but one d eight five. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, uh, you release a gunshot. Uh, the gunshot hits. Um, hits the, the creature and bounces. Um, off. Into uh, into the uh, side of the house. Sweet! This is gonna go great. Yes. Um, it then uh, starts to uh, stand up uh, fully. Um, yeah. It's taller yeah. than taller than any man uh, you've seen. Uh, I guess uh, Mark is probably gonna uh, take a shot. Um, you can also shoot him. I'm gonna say that he's got the same stats as you. Too bad for everybody. 
The same stats as you, but instead of dad, it's butterfly catching. You got an 8 this time. I rolled an 8 on the 1d8, so that doesn't bode well for my 1d100. Oh, I passed. Yay! I got 32. Does he have the same handgun as me? Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, he has a different handgun. His handgun has uh, 1d10 plus 2. What? I want his handgun. Well, you can trade if you'd like. But you have <laughs> Just to snatch it out of his hand. Right from his cold dead fingers. We'll pass it back and forth between rounds. Yeah. One to ten, one to fire two. Nine. Hey, well, it's still better than the eight. Okay. Uh, it knocks off into the wall. Uh, it so it seems like as in uh, it seems like it's making a dent. Uh, but yeah, again, um, it it doesn't penetrate the skin. Um, as an armor class, something we've never encountered in this game before. <laughs> However, I have a shotgun loaded with solid slugs. Well, my shotgun was. This is a police shotgun. I don't know what's up with it. It's loaded um, eight crimes. But presumably, my shotgun is in the trunk of the car that Channel drove. Yeah, at this point... Um, That's true. At, at this point, the creature extends uh, its hands um, and starts to grow um, like uh, from... Uh, cartilage or like uh, sort of a, a thick um, carapace um, extends from out of his fingers um, into elongated claws um, he sort of shrieks at you uh, with the, with his eyes uh, rolling and his mouth uh, fully open uh, with uh, very sharp teeth mm, um, death approaches alongside the uh, the, the snapping uh, I'm gonna run uh, away. His wings extend. Um, okay. Give me a... Coward roll? Yeah, give me a dex times five. Prudent. I was just trying to figure out how I could run away without you yelling at me. Dex oh, um, the two of you, as in, uh, every, I guess, um, everybody hears the gunshots uh, as they happen. Uh, Joseph, because you're pretty much next to that yeah. uh, window. Our door is about to open, right? We're about oh, to kick it. I'm right beside the window uh, where this like uh, gunshot fight is happening. Yeah, give me a look. Roll. Yeah. Okay. I accidentally closed the dice roller, so give me a minute. I got a 30. I think my luck's... Yeah, my luck's 70. I'm good. Okay. Before it whizzes past me. Yeah, the bullet that uh, went through the, uh, the wall. Uh, okay. Uh, it's... Uh, Sweet air, and uh, you you see it, um, you see it go past. Um, then uh, I guess uh, if you want to look in through the uh, badly boarded up windows, you can. Yeah, um, I guess I'll peek in. Uh, give me a sanity roll. That's no problem. Nice, good choice. <laughs> yeah, forty-three. Yeah, that's fast. I have sixty-eight sanity. Okay, you lose one point of sanity. Um, you see. Uh, the aforementioned thing, the sort of pale uh, skin, uh, naked man with uh, wings and uh, now uh, elongated claws and uh, too many eyes uh, on his head. Um, uh, and uh, you see uh, Eli Jackson and Mark uh, facing it with Eli uh, now about to run in the opposite direction. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the two uh, the two pipe bombs I haven't planted yet and like poke them through 
Wait, no, okay. No, I'll hold on to those. That's fine. Uh, Acceptable losses. I'll light the fuse on the one at this corner of the house. Uh, How long would it be? Maybe enough for, like, say, 20 seconds? Okay. And then I'll yell, this corner of the house is gone in 20 seconds. Bye. (laughs) And then I'll dip. Bye! As I run past the corner where I already planted the other one, I'm going to scoop it back up so I still have three pipe bombs on me. Okay. Uh, Give me a dex and five for that. And, um... Did you do Martin and uh, Martin and Thomas? What are you going to be doing? I passed my next one five. I think second. Martin and uh, Thomas were were kicking the door down with the combined strength of thirty. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me. Uh, oh wait, that uh, that uh, that should pass. I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope. We both just go boom. boom. Yeah. We go, boom! We see a monstrosity. Eli turns, and then we hear Channel go, This house, this corner of the house is fit to blow in 20 seconds, and Martin Dagny says, Whoops! And puts it out the door. Uh, give me give me a sanity roll, though, uh, before that. Yeah, I'm sure. <coughs> hey, wow, pass by five. And, um, As in, I get a five. So oh, I okay. I was gonna say oh, your sanity is ten. Ness, Ness fails by two. Okay. Ness is like, how can justice exist in this world? By Ness, I mean Thomas. Elliot, Elliot Thomas Mustache Ness. Uh, Thomas, <laughs> give Thomas, give me an idea roll then. Um, um comprehend the horror. What's that? Int is thirteen. <laughs> 13 times 5 is idea, right? Elliot Ness is a super yeah, I think so. yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a 51. So that's a pass? Yep. Okay. Uh, Martin Dagno, you lose 1 point of sanity. Um, Thomas, you gain uh, 5 points of Cthulhu with us. As, um, oh, you also, shit! Uh, you also lose 5 points of sanity. Um, uh, as, uh, yeah, you comprehend this, uh, this hideous um, thing as obviously being uh, not not of this earth uh, immediately. Um, this is uh, something very bad is happening here and uh, it's kind of uh, it's too much for you to really deal with at the moment. Uh, you feel like um, the only way that you can think of to deal with it is to um, immediately destroy it um, as quickly as possible. Um, thankfully you have a gun, um, and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, this, this thing has to die, uh, running away, aren't you? It is is a police shotgun, I don't need it. Take the shotgun from Martin so you can do the most damage. That's a, that's a shout from the audience, sorry there. just saying, I was typing on my keyboard, so I muted myself, but no, uh, yeah, if you drop your shotgun as you run away, then yeah, Thomas is gonna scoop that up. 
Sure. I mean, it's Is not that your meta gaming. <laughs> well, it's not your shotgun, and it's just going to weigh you down if you're carrying it. You've yeah, your shotguns back at the So, club. all right. So then this sequence is right foot kicks door open, <laughs> goes down on floor, sees mo- brings shotgun to bear, sees monster, shears the channel, drops shotgun, pivots to left, <laughs> and then goes straight backwards <laughs> towards the kitchen door to the outside. Solid. I, I wish this was a video podcast so you could see that choreography I just pulled off. <laughs> Um, give me a deck times five then, I guess. Okay. Is it me? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a one right there. <laughs> that's a the critical success. So yeah. it was it was as if choreographed. I feel like I'm channeling Cobweb in my levels of monstrosity. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the floor uh, helps you to, I guess, skid uh, quickly. Um, as you, uh, as oh, yeah, you make it's, your way. Because it's covered in monster crap and uh, <laughs> rotten tomatoes. Escape quickly. Skating through the shit. Like John Travolta and Footloose. Whoosh! <laughs> out the kitchen door. Footloose! Footloose! Take off your someday multi-eyed winged things. Everybody kill Footloose! Okay, um... <laughs> I guess, Thomas, give me a shotgun roll, and uh, everybody else is running away, right? So everybody else is... Uh... I, don't, I don't think Mark is. I, with, the, with the speed of my departure, I don't even think I noticed that Thomas isn't behind me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, um, okay, Thomas is 60 in shotgun. Let me roll that. Thomas. <laughs> Oh, Eli, what would you like uh, Mark to be doing? I'll let you control Mark. Um, what I'd like Mark to do? Uh, I would like Mark to take uh, like two steps backwards and a second shot of the monstrosity. Okay. Alright, uh, give me a hand and roll for him then. Um... Um, it was, I fail. It was like an 82. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Thomas is gonna grab the shotgun up, run up closer into the monster's grill, and, uh, yeah, roll a 21, so. Pass. Okay. Um, also, don't, uh, don't forget with the uh, 82, that's still a pass because he's close, uh, close enough, right? Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, sure. I don't know what shotgun he had, but you can roll the damage. 1d10 plus 2. 10. Uh, oh, not me roll the shotgun. Right? Shotgun's like 3d6 or 3d8, right? Yeah, it depends on the shotgun he had. Close range? Yeah, shotguns are pretty great. Let me go. Let me see if mine's in, if I've got one on mine, since that's one of my standard equips. Yeah, I'll leave it up to Will to roll the numbers. Um, also, what's everybody's dexterity? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, just the channel is like no dex. It's like eight. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, just, I pretty much just doesn't. I actually just mean uh, what's uh, Mark's and Thomas's. Oh, okay. Right. I enough. guess Mark's is the same as mine. Yeah. So, 14. Wait. 
Fourteen. Mustache Thomas is thirteen. And Elliot Ness has nice stats. Elliot Ness doesn't have a single stat below thirteen. No, his power is twelve. Everything else is above thirteen. What's his appearance? Is it eighteen? Does he have an appearance of eighteen? It's fourteen. Jesus. Good thing thing they put Mustache Thomas on the case. Yeah. (laughs) His fatal flaw is that he doesn't take bribes. He's a good cop in a bad city. (laughs) He's got a 45 credit rating, so Mustache Thomas is a popular man around the force. (laughs) Too bad for him! Mustache Thomas. He was one day away from retirement. Mustache Thomas was the Elliot Ness of 1923 New York. Uh, you know, we... the period when Elliot Ness was probably a cop. Well, yeah, Prohibition is 1923 to 1930. This, uh, this character sheet has his age listed, and it says in 1923 he'd be about 20, so he could be a cop then. Yeah. He was already a cop, though. Same man. I'm glad. Part of his success was his youth. I think actually it might have been 1921 or 19... I don't remember when it started. Okay. Early 1920s. Elliot Ness read about the exploits of Mustache Thomas and was inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, sorry, what's what's, uh, Thomas' dex? I think uh, it was 13. 13, okay. So, in order then, um, oh, uh, also, uh, give me a dodge roll, um, mark, which will be with, uh, Eli's dice. Oh, wait, uh, yeah, Mark has Eli's dice important. Oh, am I, am I rolling something? Uh, dodge, uh, for Mark, please. Okay. Mystic by that much. Okay, and uh, another dodge? Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, fail again. Okay. Alright then, so um, this is the order. Yeah, I got a shotgun, didn't I? Hope not. Uh, this is the order of things that happened. Um, first of all, uh, taking two steps back, uh, Mark uh, lets out a shot. Uh, from the uh, from the pistol, um, it hits it uh, in the chest, uh, and it seems to uh, sink in and graze uh, graze uh, a degree of um, uh, the carapace, which uh, is quite lucky. Um, unfortunately, that seems to anger it uh, because it then uh, whips out with its paws and slashes him across uh, the face. Um, uh, ripping, uh, ripping open, um, uh, a, a deal of, uh, a deal of the skin. Um, uh, his nose is, uh, bloodied and sort of, uh, so is his forehead and, uh, a bit on, uh, under his mouth, um, uh, taking four points of damage. Um, uh, at that point, uh, the shotgun blast, uh, goes off. Um, uh, how much damage did the shotgun do? I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have the shotgun stats, so I said you could just roll it. Okay. Um, I think that's forty-six for a shotgun right? I think at this range. Yeah, cheese. Forty-six. That's that's and as much as a pipe bomb. A pipe bomb is forty-six. 
Yeah, um, you uh, uh, release off a blast of the shotgun. Um, uh, it it st- uh, deals quite a bit of uh, shrapnel uh, to uh, all uh, 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 whatever the bugshot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, tears uh, tears open uh, like uh, quite a bit of the carapace. Uh, it's uh, now leading to uh, being sort of fairly exposed, but. He uh, is he's still standing and uh, actually still standing pretty well. Um, with another shriek, uh, he uh, extends his other hand. And um, how much health does uh, Mark have left? Four. Or wait, no. Yeah, four. Wait. Yeah, four. Yeah, four. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I have to leave in like five minutes. Oh, sorry. No. Uh, do you want to stop then after this, or...? Um... I think we can stop after the side of the house blows up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, he uh, slices uh, with uh, the other hand, uh, using the whip claws, uh, right into the neck of Mark, uh, jabbing right through uh, to the other side, um, and then retracting uh, as Mark slumps to the floor, uh, dead. Um, with the bloody uh, hands now, um, the creature turns uh, to look um, at uh, Thomas, uh, I guess at which point probably the side of the house uh, is about to explode. Uh, yeah, I said 20 seconds. It's been like three rounds of combat. A round can be like five seconds or so, maybe a bit longer. Okay. Um, yeah, Thomas is temporarily insane, so no chance to dodge. Uh, no, yeah, Thomas doesn't want to dodge. He just yeah. wants to shoot it. Um, yeah, the, the the side of the house um, is uh, blasted open by yeah. uh, the pipe bomb. Uh, the range for full damage is three yards, so I'm guessing about three yards. Like that radius in from the corner of the house is just gone. And I guess the rest from out there is just blasted with debris and such. Okay, um, so what would that be now? 3d6? Uh, 4d6. Oh, 4d6. Um, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, both, uh, that's uh, the last thing that um, Thomas uh, sees. Uh, <laughs> well, his back's probably to that corner. I guess he's half facing that corner of the house. Yeah. Um, before uh, the house, well, as he went into the room, didn't he? So that he could uh, yeah. Blast it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be pretty much have his back to that corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, pain and uh, light and uh, heat is the last thing that he feels. Um, that's it. No, not. Maybe we stop there before we find out whether or not a blast yeah. killed a monster. Tune in Maybe next. I should have left the one on the other corner so that that whole half of the house collapsed in. I just, like, after I saw it, I wouldn't have as many pipe bombs in my pocket as I could. <laughs> yeah, it's a good plan. Oh. Alright, well. Everybody okay with calling it there? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm okay. glad Thomas died, actually, so I don't have to bother keeping track of his plus five Cthulhu Mythos and minus five sanity, or making a character sheet. 
Yeah. I can sympathize with that. Yeah. Uh, I hope everybody had a good time with that uh, that session there. That was good. We had a blast. Ah! Thank you for listening to Thank You for Reading, another episode of Cthulhu on the Parade. Thank you for transcribing. Transcribe yes. and please Thank rate you. and leave a transcription in the comments. Yes. Thank you for uh, like, comment, and subscribe for more uh, <laughs> for more Elliot adventures. <laughs> it's very professional. Uh, yeah. If anyone wants to make a fan art of what Martin Dagnew's unmasked face looks like, don't don't do that. Uh, like, comment, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, but don't do that. Yeah. Or do it, but don't don't tell her. Show us. Just keep yeah. it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself and use it to slowly erode your sanity. <laughs> like, uh, oh, and enjoy the next like twenty minutes of us talking about the Matrix. <laughs> yes, it's pretty great. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. See ya. What if you went to a leather bar and there was just a man who said, Hello, I'm your resident dominator. <laughs> I'm dominator. I got my degree in domination. I'm George, and I'm going to be your dominator today. Well, I got some uh, form street to fill out. Well, the reason know. why that is is you because... You have to fill out. You can't leave otherwise. He just sits there in his sweater vest. <laughs> sweater vest of pain. We call this the paper bar. I was just going to say, it's because of the fact that it's a patriarchal society, so the male-dominating role is accepted as being standard, which is why dominatrix will be a sort of exotic... Term. Exotic... Um, thing. I think it's praetrix. I thought it was praetorian. Is that female? I don't know. I that was no, I mean, I, I just thought that was the term for the Praetorian Legionnaire thing. I'm I don't just, know what you're talking about. I have I'm no just idea. with words that end in OR. Like, <laughs> refrigerator. Refrigeratrix. Dotrix. <laughs> Does that mean that the male version of the Matrix is the Mator? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. See, only wow, the Matrix didn't have very many like interesting female characters, did it? No, Trinity is only there because uh, she falls in love with Neo, and she falls in love with him despite the fact that he doesn't. Uh, he's like, what a girl can do, computers? I don't believe that. Love at first sight. <laughs> I thought like there was no reason for those characters to be. Involved with each other, it just like happens between movies. Yeah, well, it happens in the first movie because um, yes, just because the um, what's the word? Um, the psychic woman like said that um, she was going to fall in love with the one. Right. I, I think that means their relationship was really unhealthy because it's like Trinity's only in love with the idea of the one, not with the fantastically milquetoast person who is behind it. <laughs> Maybe that's maybe that's why when he like when they're about to go have their vacation and then he's like hold on, 
looks like I have to spend the whole vacation answering prayers instead. She's like, no, that's cool. Well, it is weird because, like I said, you know, it promotes the idea that she's fallen in love with someone due to their traits rather than how he treats her as a person or how they treat each other as people or anything at all to do with, like, you know, sort of interactions. Uh, or I mean, I look to the matrix for my relationship advice. Sorry? You look to the matrix for Along with all other aspects of my life. I think I think that means if you want to have a good relationship, you have to fight all the time for, I think, like, free will? <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Not even for free will, just for, like... Yeah. He's uh, not really fighting for free will if his main love interest is only in love with him because someone told her to be. Well, yeah, and also, like, because in, <laughs> in the first oh, no, in the, first the whole movie, underpinning... In the first movie, it's about, like, as in the fact that Neo is, like, this hero and stuff. But then in the other two movies, it's like, well, not really, because you can't really accomplish anything. And in the end, all that you're going to do is just sort of delay this for a little bit, and then it'll go back to the loop of uh, being terrible again. You know, the first movie is you can break the cycle, and the second movie is gotcha, Xanatos <laughs> Gambit. No, you can't. And then the third movie is, like, well, see, you saw, see, like, like I said, you can't break the cycle, but you know, you, 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 good, good going. No, no, the third movie is um, what you couldn't break the cycle, but a cycle fell apart, right? No, the because... cycle doesn't even fall apart because then it, it rebuilds, as in the matrix yeah. is still like. Um... But it's like a nice matrix somehow. Not even because there's still like the in, the sort of implication is that the. Um, digital boost stuff's still gonna be there, and then therefore the agents are gonna come back, and that everything's just gonna be the same as it was. They should have ended the last, the well, third Matrix movie with like everything seems fine, and then just a shot of like one Mr. Smith or something for no reason. Not that they were planning <laughs> the to make a fourth movie, just do that. Like they yeah. zoom in on the ground, and like climbing over a pebble is like this really itty bitty Mr. Smith, <laughs> the last one in this. <laughs> or it's it's like a shot of like a hospital and they just give birth to a full size Mr. Smith. No, it's a hospital and there's like a Mr. Smith on life support. Nice to see you again, Mr. Anderson. Because <laughs> Mr. Anderson becomes a doc Neo becomes a doctor Or no wait, no, even better. It comes to the Neo is the mother. Oh. It's just a shot of uh, of Smith, but like working at like a fast food restaurant or something. Like he's fallen, he's come on hard times. Not an agent anymore. And then a guy comes in, he sort of, he's like, sort of looks like Neo, and uh, you know, he, he spits in his food. And Neo's like the new hire, and it becomes a sitcom. Yeah. And then they move in together. <laughs> Is this just the angel days of the Matrix? Where, like, I don't know what Angel did this. Trinity's late for school and she's got toast in her mouth. Neil bumps into her. Oh no. Agent Smith's late for school. He's Agent got toast in his mouth. No, Agent <laughs> Smith is either the school bully or he's the tough but fair, like, math teacher. No, okay. Neo, Neo's Gosh, late for no. school, but he's running at, like, superhuman speeds, like he does. And then he bumps into her, and they break all the bones in their body. <laughs> and then Agent Smith's the school nurse. It's like, you think the rules don't apply to you, Mr. Anderson. 
But you, but your bones break the same as everybody else's. Mr. Anderson, you're not drinking enough calcium. Why, why didn't they make that spinoff where it's just all the characters from the Matrix as kids in the high school and Mr. Smith is like the super, the hard-ass superintendent or something? Mr. Smith is all the students but Neo. Mr. Smith is all the Who would, who would, uh, Morpheus be, though? Well, he'd just, uh, he'd be the drug dealer kid. That's what I was thinking, but... But I guess, huh? Well, he should be a—he should be like a chemistry professor or something. That would work. He should be someone who doesn't get any screen time. I don't know why I'm so opposed to Lord Fishburne's character, but all of a sudden I really am. He shouldn't be in this. He's too serious. <laughs> Instead, to bring—we should bring ah, the white—the white-haired lady back. Can we can we still have the guy uh, who was in Lost, and then in the third movie or the second movie or whatever, he says, "Hey, hey, where's my puss? Hey, kids, what's up? What's happening?" <laughs> no, remember that bit? Sounds awful. Probably not. I don't think we'll get that. I mean, everything else we've said so far is definitely happening, but not that. Um, well, we bring back both of the oracles. One of them is dead, but it's okay. We can do this, and. Uh, we have them be like twins, and then they always say their lines together. Okay. Oh, yeah. and and Colonel Sanders is the lunch lady. Is Colonel Sanders the KFC guy? He should totally be the lunch lady <laughs> and not the principal. Yeah. No, Neo's Just bo- because uh, it looks like Neo's boss from like the first movie that. Oh, you mean the architect? Screen time. Yeah, the architect. The joke is he looks like Colonel Sanders, and that's all anyone could think when they saw him. Oh, I didn't even think that now, so I guess oh. that... Sorry. I always heard that joke being made. That's oh, what I thought when I first saw him. Didn't eat enough fried chicken. Couldn't tap into the American zeitgeist. I guess because I saw John Hammond first, so I guess, like, that's kind of my sort of white-haired, old, oldish dude with beard. I'm no yeah. fried chicken. I'm just saying. Anyways, I, I think we have a good a good spec script here. Heck, it's just and send it along to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood? Uh, make a phone call. I'll travel through the phone into Ron Howard's office. I'll shoot him. I'll take over his body. And we'll make this movie. And you just... Keep hoping that the next shooting and taking over someone's body uh, is going to lead you home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, that that shot was no good. Hold on, take over the cameraman's body. Yeah. And then go, I don't, I don't actually know how to work this camera. <laughs>